powered by the Perdomo Cigar Studios on the Black Stage in Indian Trail, North Carolina, and broadcasting from the Alec Bradley Lone Star Studios of Azel, Texas. Welcome to Primetime Special Edition 151. Tonight, Hector Alfonso and John McTavish join members of the Cigar Coop Coalition as we bring back the unofficial, unauthorized CA Top 25 Predictions show. And as always, Primetime Special Edition is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Awarded Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014 by Cigar Journal, the Perdomo 20th anniversary brand has consistently earned the highest scores in the industry and is a top seller in humidors around the world. The Perdomo 20th anniversary blend requires tobacco has been carefully hand-selected and a well-aged for a minimum of eight years. Perdomo 20th anniversary is offered in three distinct wrappers, a smooth, creamy Ecuadorian Connecticut, a rich, earthy Cuban seed Nicaraguan sun-grown, and a dark, oily Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro. Combining these beautifully bourbon barrel-aged wrappers with thick, high-priming binder and filler tobaccos gives each blend a balanced complexity with layers of rich flavors and smooth, elegant aromas. Perdomo Cigar is a family-owned and operated company headquartered in Miami, Florida, with manufacturing and agricultural facilities in Esteli, Nicaragua. Perdomo's highly acclaimed cigar brands include the Perdomo 30th Anniversary Line, Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage, Perdomo 20th Anniversary, Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Line, Perdomo Abano Bourbon Barrel-Aged, Perdomo Lot 23, Perdomo Menso 70, and many more. For great tasting notes and pairing information, check out Perdomo's website at perdomocigars.com. And we want to mention JRE Tobacco. The authentic Carojo leaf is one of the most robust and flavorful tobacco leaves out there. During the Golden Age Cigars of Cuba, the leaf of choice to make some of the world's greatest cigars. Because it was one of the most challenging ones to cultivate, it fell out of favor by the 1990s. In the Hamistar Valley in Honduras, Julio Aroa took on the challenge of growing Carojo from the original seeds. And in 2000, they successfully reintroduced authentic Carojo back to the market. With over 50 years' experience in the tobacco business from growing and curing tobacco to scar production, the Jerry Tobacco Farm has been able to continue to deliver products to market with authentic Carol. Now with Jerry Tobacco, Huynes and Husto have brought their very own brand to market and each contain that authentic Carol leaf. Aladino is available in a wide variety of blends, including the latest release, the Aladino Sumatra. And each represents the golden age of cigars from 1947 to 1961. They're available at your local retailer. Be sure to ask for Jerry Tobacco. A legacy that is tasted in every drawer. And of course, we want to mention Tobacco USA, makers of iconic brands such as Monte Cristo, Romeo Julieta, H. Upman, and Aging Room Cigars. Tobacco USA, great things are happening here. And finally, by Drew Estate. Dark, bold, unapologetic, black and scars. Emmy won by Drew Estate is an intense journey into the uncharted, deepest, darkest, and heaviest depths of Maduro tobacco. This is a masterpiece collaboration between Metallica's James Hetfield, Sweet Amber Distilling's Rob Dietrich, and Drew Estate's Jonathan Drew. You all Maduro Black and Scars M81 by Drew Estate is rich and powerful, but beautifully balanced, offering tantalizing notes of leather, chalk, and espresso that's perfect for both life celebrations and times of reflection. You can find them at your Drew Diplomat retailer. And remember, all the live streaming for the Primetime Show, as well as for the California Studios, is sponsored exclusively by Drew Estate. Well, welcome everybody. This is Primetime Special Edition 151. Today is Tuesday, December 12th. 2023. Happy birthday to Frank Sinatra. Uh, this is Will Cooper here. I'm in the Perdomo Scar Studios, and uh, I'm joined, as I always am on Tuesday nights, by my good friend and colleague, Mr. Bear Duplissy. Oh, Coop, I got the world on a string, man. It's going to be a fantastic show. I'm so looking forward to this. This is like one of my favorite shows of the year. 
I know. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, my hopes are about to be dashed by one of our panelists, but that's okay. I'm in a good mood right now. He can fuck it over in a second. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Everyone's fine. This show was brought back by demand, by the way. I mean, it was, there was literally a mutiny when we did not do this show last year because of the scheduling that happened. Um, but look, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So, hey, uh, Bear, why don't we just introduce the panel? We'll introduce the panel. Sound good? I think we should get right to it because someone's freezing their ass off. It's not me for once. All right. Do you want me? You want me to do it, or you want to do it? I'll let you. It's finally the way. Without further ado, I would like to welcome a plethora of fine gentlemen yep. to uh, this one of again to one of our favorite shows, backed by popular demand. So, without further ado, let's welcome Mr. Aaron Loomis, Mr. Benley, Mr. Aaron Nielsen, and Mr. John McTavish. The surgeon is in the house, and none other than Mr. Warnth himself. Mr. Hector Alfonso. Gentlemen, welcome back to primetime. Hello. <laughs> Good evening. The enthusiasm is off glad the charts, guys. I this am glad. Unaf- Listen, I am, sit- I am sitting in a 69 degree. I am. I'm very cold right now. So, I mean, I feel what I know what Ben's going through right get now. It, get it, man up and get a jacket, you fucking pansy. Come on. I'm wearing smell. a sweat. I had to find it. It smells like mothballs. But no, yeah. it's, I'm glad. I'm always Long glad sleeves. to be here. I yeah. love doing, I love doing this show because it, 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 it's the fantasy football uh, nerd in me. You know, I love all that pronunciation. Yeah. We're yeah. almost always wrong, but it doesn't it, mean shit. It's so great. Awesome. It, it's it, just it, the the ban the banter that spans from this is like good enough for like content for like you know you know weeks. So yeah, good stuff. Like like yeah. to be honest with you, I was really like we didn't do the show last year because CA moved up the data month, right? And there was no time to and to pull the data. And by the way, big thanks to John who's pulled the data together this year. Aaron Loomis has done that in the past, so just so you know, and and it's a, and I've done it. It's a very hard job, so. So thanks. The to great wonders guys. of being laid off at Christmas time is you have all this time to spend on nonsense like uh, pulling, you know, hundreds and hundreds of cigars for the end of the year lists. Yeah, wow. and we'll and we'll get into what a nightmare it was this year. Uh, as we'll just tell you. So, it looked, um, yeah, looks I don't, good on I don't you, know. It, it looks good on you, John. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know what I was uh, biting off uh, when I agreed. To, when I started ticking, I went into it. and I'm like. Oh, this is way, way more than I expect. I was thinking two pages, and then I think we were about seven well, pages. Because they, like, yeah, well, yeah, because it was completely different this year. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, uh, so, hey, before we kind of get in, we're going to some more to talk on the show, but we have to kind of take care of some housekeeping. And, and the, the most important thing is we got to figure out what Bear the Pussy is going to smoke again. So, Bear, um, nice. I will allow you to, like, you, well, you, you, you will now get to, I guess, tell people you're going to smoke and you can decide who's going to make the selection tonight. Oh, this is going to be my pleasure tonight because I just know it's going to make him squirm since he hates everything. Aaron Loomis, would you do me the honor of picking my cigar for me tonight, sir? Just get right. something average. Something average. Something in the low sixes, like a six one. <laughs> I got some good. I've got some goodies for you here. All right, man. Um, all right. So first up, I've got a the when the most inconsistent cigar i'm convinced the most inconsistent cigar in the cigar industry because when it's on it's fucking fire when it's not it's not it's the rocky patel 60 toro all right yeah, go, ahead, go ahead okay. wow <laughs> <laughs> listen I, I i i just got a call i gotta leave the partagas Dakotas. I have an Oliva Serie V 135th anniversary because we cover Oliva here at Cigar Coop. We do, we do cover Oliva, by the way. 
Despite what other and, uh, and, and in honor of our of our our lone panelist who is associated with an amazing brand, I have uh, none other than one of his amazing creations here. I have the Espinosa Murcielago TAA twenty twenty three. The only TAA cigar that people have talked about this year, by the way. Just want to make that point. Always be first to the market. Oh, Nobody has talked about a TAA cigar this year, but no. but that's the only one that's been talked about. Yeah. Always be first to the market. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll say go with the yeah. uh, the Murcielago. Oh, you just yeah, want to I kill mean, me, don't you? No, I just and then after that, go with the Oliva, <laughs> and then after that, you can flip a coin. Flip a coin doesn't fucking matter. Gotcha. <laughs> Smoke the last two Thank at the you. same time. All right. Yeah. Thank All right. Thank you. All right. Yep. So, well, Aaron, you're not smoking. I am not. No. Okay. So we'll go around the horn here. Um, I'm just gonna go by whose name is on here. So, Nielsen, what are you smoking tonight? Well, since uh, good evening, gentlemen, always a pleasure and always brought to you by, well, really nobody, but I'm going with the, well, can you see it? The six. LV. Yes. In honor of my good friend, Mr. Hector Alfonso. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Uh, you know what? If I had a heater, a space heater, you would fucking be you would be talking about it too, wouldn't you, Ben? I'm sitting here with the Alfonso Espinosa space heater. <laughs> Let the man enjoy. It. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Awesome. And uh, McTavish, what are you going with? I went with the um, My Father 100 Annuals, which I picked up at Caribbean, uh, my latest adventure to Miami. Saw them on the shelf. Uh, somebody pointed them out for me, and I'm like, oh, time to scoop a pile of those and take those back to Canada. Well, I'll just kind of go with mine. What am I smoking tonight? There you go. I have the Corona Extra. You lucky you have the longer one. The uh, You have the Especial, I believe. Yeah. Yep. That's my second one tonight. That's going to go number two. Yep. She's a spicy beast. Yep. Uh, ben, what do you got tonight? <laughs> okay, well, Hickory. <laughs> starting off with the um, Espinosa. This is up. the Knuckle Sandwich Chef Special 2023. And then you guys just did your you did your smoking syndicate on that a couple of days ago. Yep, yep, sure did. And then uh after that I'm following it up with the uh triple eight um Opus X. You knew was one of those gonna be in there. Yep. And then uh Tuxla. Nice. 14 nice. And then it, we know this show is probably gonna go four hours. It always no. goes four. it always yeah. goes four. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. Not so, today. <laughs> and then I got the Epic Habano. I do that. I like. So, I think that. I think that one's actually on the list in CA eligible this mm-hmm. year. I think actually yeah. saw the Epic. I think Epic's got an eligible cigar this year. They do. They do have one cigar. Yeah, just about fell over when I saw Epic on the list. I'm like, oh, look at look at Dean fighting the good fight, you know, for the small cigar manufacturers getting sneaking in the list. Good for him. It's got oh. a good shot, man. That Seco. Makes that shit. Makes you know, the, makes the you know something that Dean Parsons, he uh, Dean Parsons, he's a good your, guy. All your impressions except for Saka yeah. sound the same. Who are you doing? Yeah, exactly. yeah that, they, they do. It's always Jose Blanco. It's always Jose Blanco. Eight different people. But you, but you have to. You're not getting enough of that that high end on Jose. I gotta tell you. I All of his other that. impressions are of Jose Blanco <laughs> doing that other person. <laughs> All right. So, no, guys, thanks so much for being here. Uh, if you haven't seen this show before, um, the idea is, and I always just say, I always give credit to Stace Berkland. He came up with this idea in 2016 when I was still at Stogie Geeks of kind of doing this data-driven historical analysis prognostication. Uh, 
I'll say Stace was the is still the greatest picker of number one cigars I've ever met. On the, he just nails the CA list. <laughs> he nails it months in advance, so he's not cracking anything. Uh, he usually is right. <laughs> so I'll just tell you. So uh, always credit to him for this concept. Uh, he he did it um, when I left Stogie Geeks and we we formed the Coop Shows. Uh, Aaron Loomis was uh, a really good sport in allowing me to continue the show, even though he probably didn't want to continue it. Um, uh, and, um, <laughs> yeah, probably not, but, but we continue. Yeah. And then we brought bear in and then Aaron gracefully, you know, departed it, which was good, but believe me, we, it allowed for the show to transition in here. And, uh, we moved it over to special edition. We, ex we brought in the coalition team and the last couple of years we brought Hector and John in who are absolute geeks. Like you said, this is, uh, this is like fantasy, fantasy sports of cigar rankings, um, so to speak. So um, we'll go through some stuff. So by the way, I'll just kind of, and we'll go, we'll go, we get into it. We'll talk about who's in, who's out. If you got predictions along the way, let us know as well. Uh, just be, let's all, the only thing we want to say is tonight, we want to be respectful to everyone involved, uh, the magazine. Uh, this is unauthorized. Keep it in mind. Um, and you know, the manufacturers, of course, you know, so it's okay to have a strong opinion and stuff like that, but just no personal taxes. All I ask, uh, I, I said when the Rocky Patel 60 is on, it's fucking amazing. So no, that's uh, you know, no, 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 we're not, to, yeah, we I want mean, opinions. We want to put me under the bus early, Coop. I mean, it's a little, early no, <laughs> no, I'm not, no, I'm not. We, Same. we, no, we haven't had any problems with our panelists on this. So it, there was a couple years ago, I had a couple comments that came in after the show, I had a poll, so it was just. There's nothing that we've ever had a problem with the panels here. Did, um, it, did it have anything to have anything to do with my brick house comment? No, that wasn't okay, even bad. That wasn't even bad. <laughs> so no, okay. these were these were worse. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm sure everyone. No, well, wait a minute. I like brick no, house. It was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It was, <laughs> but it wasn't a personal attack, is what I'm saying. No. So it wasn't. That's all I'm just saying. But so we have our panelists. Um, but. There was an interesting scenario that came up. Uh, Mr. Loomis uh, asked if he could come on tonight, which he hasn't been on in several years. So um, it was we. I put it out to the team, and everyone unanimously said yes, including myself. Now, I always worry when I'm putting on a surprise guest and I don't know what they're going to say. <laughs> so, but I do trust Aaron. He's been a longtime member of this team, and and of course. Uh, I and Aaron asked to come on. We let Aaron on. Um, you know, he is a like I said, he was a big part of why we've been able to continue this because when he when we started, he was there. So I'm gonna Sharon turn why shouldn't have faith in you, Aaron. Sharon why shouldn't have faith in you. <laughs> so, That's right. So I'm gonna turn the floor over to Aaron now. I will tell everybody, I'm sure Aaron's gonna throw some flames up somehow, but um we're gonna time box it to 15 minutes, otherwise, Ben is gonna turn into the winter warlock, and we don't want that, so <laughs> New uh, I'm in a warm done. <laughs> I'm gonna warm Ben up right here. So don't all worry right. about that. All right. So so Aaron, it is all yours. All right. So I, I, first of all, I want to thank you all for letting me do this. I know you you guys have a whole show planned, and this is kind of going against that. But um, I want to be respectful of that, and uh, thank you guys for doing it. Um, a lot of the data that is included here is not uh of my initial collection. It was data that I got from another source um i've just brought it up to date so this data was from like three or four years ago i just kind of made you know made sure everything looked good still and kind of populated it from from where i was at so um 
All right. Uh, I have a PowerPoint presentation I'm going to share here to uh, out, outline my point. <laughs> I think, I think the, the 2022, we got to call it a slide shut, deck. Shut the fuck slide up. Deck, you, yes. Oh, this is fucking great. Slide deck. Hector's loving right. this right now. He could have oh, been with Alan Rubin, by the way. Just keep it Let me know when you can see this. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Dude, man, how un-2023 of you? People are afraid of clowns, bro. I'm already offended. What the hell? All We're right. off to the races oh, oh, already. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Um, let's go. I mean, no, let's go. So th this this magazine, th th uh, any companies I mention here, I am not calling you out. I am not saying anything negative about you. Um, my kind of ire is towards the magazine. The cigar companies are what the cigar companies are. They're making a list. They're doing what they need to do, get themselves out in front of people. So it's not against the cigar companies. So don't come in and send me any private messages afterwards. Um, all right. So when a top 25 list is not a top 25 list, uh, I'm going to go over a little bit of a, a bias here that uh, uh, we've seen from this magazine over the years. And uh, if you all are willing to go on a little journey with me, uh, I'd like you to follow along here. So. Imagine that you are a cigar brand and you've been, you know, working the last few years to put out some really good cigars. Um, you know, we're here in December, kind of wondering what your chances are making this top 25 list, right? So before you start looking at like the statistical chances of it, you have to realize that some of those slots um, are already locked up year in and year out. Yep. And so we're going to get into a lot of that later. Yep. This may clear up some of your other items here, Coop. So I'm going to take care of it for you right here. Okay. Uh, so going back to 2013, uh, this is kind of what we've uh, concluded from their lists. All right. So as Coop likes to use the term stone cold lead pipe locks, right? Is that correct term, Coop? That is correct. I want to stay on brand here for, for prime time. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Stone cold lead pipe locks. <laughs> all right. Which I stole from Tony Bruno years ago, this term, by the way. So it, and they were doing it on ESPN and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I, I stole this from Tony Bruno. I'm not going to yeah, lie. No big so, deal. Yeah. All right. So Alec Bradley has made the list the last 10 years, every year, right? So yep. there's one spot. Altidus AG Room has placed 17 cigars on the list in the last 10 years, and 10 of those are in the last five years, all right? Fuente has put 13 cigars on the list in the last 10 years. Ashen has put 14 cigars on the list in the last 10 years. General has put 10 cigars on the list in the last 10 years. The Florida Minicana has put 10 on the list yep. in all consecutive. You may all have right. just helped with part of the presentation later, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I, I'm actually reducing just time leave it up. by doing this. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> keep going. We may, we may be done by midnight. All right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> My father has made the list 10 years running. Aliva has made the list 10 years running. Padron has made the list 10 years running. Rocky Patel has made the list 10 years running. All right. So now we've just got the list shrunken down, right? So your chances of making this list have gone down incredibly. So from the possible 25 spots, there's 10 companies taking up 10 spots. But if you look at Altidus and AG Room and Fuente and Ashton, they're putting up more than one cigar a year, right? So yeah. out of the three of them, one of them is probably going to likely take up another spot, right? So there we go. We've got 11 spots already gone, yeah. right? So now well, we're down to 14. Wouldn't it be two? Why wouldn't it What's be that? two? It could be two, right? I'm not yeah. trying to argue your logic. Could, you know, no, no. I, 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 I'm going to be conservative here, Barra, right? Right. So let's just let's gotcha. be on the conservative side, yeah. all right? Mm -hmm. So we've got 11, all right? So, all right, 14 slots. Our chances of kind of falling off a little bit 
um, but we got to take into it um, a little bit more, right? So here we go. We're going to look down the list a little bit more. So number 12. Our comrades. Is a Cuban cigar, right? Number 13 is a Cuban cigar here, okay? Number 14 is a Cuban cigar, okay? So there have been three Cubans, doesn't matter which ones they are, on every list since 2013, all right? The total is yes. actually 32 over the last 10 years. So there's a couple of years that four Cubans made the list, right? Yeah, like last year. So we don't see that yeah. changing, right? So there's let's just say there's three. So there's 14 spots gone, all right? There's 11 spots open, right? Wrong. Now we get to the established boutiques, okay? E.P. Carrillo made the list seven years running, eight of the last nine. Kind of a staple now, yep. Tatois has made the list six years running and nine out of the last ten. Drew Estate has made the list eight of the last ten years. Illusioni has made the list seven of the last nine years. Only seven All right. Nine. So now we're down 18 spots. And I know what you're saying. Seven spots. It's not impossible. But it's kind of hard. Look at what's left, though. All right, here we go. New favorites. Hoya de Nicaragua made the list the last six years. Mm -hmm. Placencia has made the list five of the last six years. Espinosa has made the list three of the last four <laughs> years. And now that Guy Fieri and Nickel Sandwich is in play. And he was on the cover this year. We don't expect him to miss this year, right? Top, top 10 this year, yeah. That's, that's well, fucking steal my thunder, Loomis. Jesus. AJ Fernandez has made the list five of the last seven years. Caveat. All right. And that's with, <laughs> that's with his own that's with his own stuff. That's oh, not okay. all the other stuff that he's made for other people that he gets on the list. This is his takes, stuff. Yeah. All right. By the way, I'm not time boxing Loomis in 15 minutes anymore. He's actually helped he's actually laid this out better than I did. So, <laughs> so keep going, Aaron. This is good. All right. You're on for an, you're on for an hour, Loomis. 22 spots occupied. So three positions up for grab, right? Our window is closing for our list hopefuls this year, but wait. There's now more. we get to the merry-go-round. Here we go. Here, let's go. Foundation and Warped have alternated placements six of the last seven years, so it's likely one of those two brands taking one of those spots, right? So now that's 23 spots gone. So while I'm not saying that these are the top 23 cigars for this year, and there's a chance that one or all of them can fall off this list, even though that we know that's not going to happen. You're down to two spots. So you have over 100 companies fighting for these two free spots on that list. So tonight, gentlemen, your job is to find out who those two companies are. I think are I you, got them. Are you up I for think, the challenge? I think I got them tonight, oh, actually. I got it. Here we go. Because I think go. there's, yeah, I, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I'm confident. Thank you for your time. You're a brilliant man. That's fantastic. That was Aaron. Aaron, for a guy who doesn't care, care about this list, man, you sure did a lot of research on this. <laughs> no, like I said, I, the research was done for me. I just had to. I just had to bring it up to date. Okay. So that's all I had to do. I just. I just needed to confirm that the bias was still in play. You had Tatawai on that list, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. I, I. I just smiled. Okay. Yes. Aaron wow. basically just did my list. So yeah, Aaron you know, basically I'm, I'm did good. the next section. I mean, this this is what I want to show. Like when you guys are and I, look, have your fun, do what you want to do. I, I I appreciate that, but I'm just saying, like you you have the you have the 
the architecture Template. of what the list looks like. You just have to pick yep. which of this company's cigars that are eligible is it is you know they're spinning the wheel. They're gonna pick one of them. Which one is it? So that's that's where I can see you guys as fun at. So yeah, that was great. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed. Um, it. Yeah, and that's what we, you know, I know this is kind of, a, Aaron really kind of laid out the historical data really well the last 10 years. Um, that's what we've talked about, what this list is, is it, it definitely, it's, it, which, which, Aaron, I think that's what this was a challenge of what this exercise is. I don't think that anyone on this panel, and you, if someone on this panel thinks, disagrees, let me know, is saying that our pick is, we're trying to pick what the best cigar is. Right. I think it's kind of we look at it more as a, a challenge to figure out what they're going to slot in on that list. That's and the way it, I look at it. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Right. I don't think any of us have ever just determined, uh, you know, I don't you know, we've, I don't think we've made any other determination as far as that goes, in my opinion. Well, it's just like the draft. The number the number one exactly player taking the draft. draft is not the best player thing and the best player in that draft. Yeah. He's just no. the number one guy taken. Yeah. Um. One thing that was interesting in that discussion, and you guys could weigh in on this, is... It was a soliloquy. There was no discussion. Just <laughs> splitting hairs. Thank, thank you, Bear. Okay. Um, Alec, the question of Alec Bradley. That's a big question. It's a big question. A big question. We, Nielsen right? and I were talking about this before the show. Does Alec Bradley keep that spot this year? Or does it kind of roll in with STG? Well, since we're talking about it, uh, I have Alec Bradley missing the list this year. I have him missing the list, too. I so do you, not. You do not. I do not. But do you have STG on the list? I do. Yep. Yeah. I do. And by the way, that Alec Bradley streak, I think, goes back further than 10 years. I mean, a lot of us go back. I think the Alec Bradley may go back to 2007, 2008. Uh -huh. it's, a long, it's a long streak that's on the list that they've done. There is. It's been a long time. It's mm -hmm. now over. It's been a long time. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times, um, and I can pull it up, a lot of times the... Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> what I was going to say is a lot of times the, um, the cigars, you know, there's not a lot of selection with these companies. Um, what I kind of did, and I kind of will dovetail off what Aaron said, is so... Actually, what John did. John collected the majority of his data. Uh, Bear gave us some information as well um, that I went and updated the spreadsheet on. And so the way it's been done in the past, because people will say is how um, how come like Sokka is not on the list, right? Well, that's a different. Sh that's another show for another. That's day. another show. By the way, because, <laughs> because I'm going to tell you, I've got I get it every year, and I got at least four or five messages this year. Where's Papa Saka gonna lie on the list? And, uh, and every year he 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 posts as to why. And yeah, every year that's he's a, gonna land. You don't have to, gonna you land number twenty six. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. No, no. Listen, but, I love I love the list because you get a you get a year where Sublime is in the top twenty five. Yeah. Or and Viaje finishes two one yeah. year. You know that's 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 yeah. cool. I mean, Vida La Vida Loca made it one year. I mean, you know that's yeah. uh, and, as, and Roma made the list a couple of years ago. It's, I like that when you see those guys uh, hit the list. You know. Yeah, no, even though Skip doesn't care about ratings. Um, well, it, yeah, regardless, you know, it's yeah. still, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. Nobody cares about ratings until they get a top five on and the... Um, 
top 25 CA yep. list. Yep. But I put up a list of what, what was collected. And this is the breakdown by companies, uh, the, the amount of cigars that they had eligible. Now, typically that eligible point was... Well, that embargo 90... is not being enforced. I'm sorry. <laughs> was, 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 91 or, was 91 or above. So if you had 91 points, we pulled together a, a list here. John pulled this list. I got to give John okay. Of all the cigars that were over 91 points. So that that's over the past year. It, it is a painful exercise, by the way, because we have to go to magazines and Insider, and some of the stuff's not up on the website, so we actually had to get physical copies from Bear and some of this stuff. Um, and then what I did is some of them are duplicates because sometimes Insider and the magazine put the same review up. So I went and kind of massaged it, and I scored it out. And every year there's a couple of companies over 10 cigars that are eligible. I remember one year, didn't Espinosa have like 11 or 12 one year? Yeah, we had a really good, we were tied with Padron that year for most yeah. cigars. Wow. We, didn't, we didn't make the list. Though. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, but <laughs> we didn't make a list that year. But all to this this year, and Aaron was pointing a little bit, they have 15 eligible cigars. Plus, I put the four from Boutique Blends, which are the aging rooms. So, reality, they have 19 cigars. That's an, that is an enormous amount. Like once you get over ten, I, no, most companies don't have more than ten. But that, yeah, but they, that they're they're not going to put three on the list like Habanos is or four. <laughs> they're going to put two or they're going to put two or three. No, on they'll the list. put two. I believe they'll put two. They could put two, and they could put a, a boutique blend one as well. Um, but you could look, you can see when you get like once you get down to like uh, Rocky Patel, the numbers are pretty spread out here. Um. <clears throat> So and, and it's interesting. Like I said, if you don't see the company on the list, um, it, that's basically it. Um, there you can see there's an epic cigar on the list there that we were talking about earlier. So it is. Um, so, these are the, well, AJ. Someone needs to, to explain to someone needs to explain to me how it's 2023 and how Ernesto Padilla still ends up with eligible cigars every year. Is he even making cigars? Like, is he on his 20th factory at this point? Like. He's I don't know. Some, like I'm, I'm, I'm. He I'm, and he had, um, look, he had a, he had multiple cigars that were eligible. Oh no, one. He had, cigars. he had one. He no, does, he had two. He, he had two. Yeah, two. He, he had two. He, can, he he gets reviews every year, and and like all the credit in the world to him. They love his cigars. I mean, he manufactures them in different places all the time, but like they love his cigars. I mean, they, tasting, he, I guess. he has a very, very good track record on the CA list. At least he sure does. For a while. He sure does. Yeah. He made one a couple of years ago too. Well, like it's recent he's been on it again. Yeah. And for uh, I'd say about three years ago. I think it was three years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was about three years ago he made but it. But am, so. am I am I wrong? Like again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to him. He's been around for a long time. He's he's battled ups and downs and he's been in, you know, hills and valleys like nobody's business. Yeah. <clears throat> but this is this well, is that, he always gets he always gets attention, man. It's he was on in twenty one. Well, that oh, year, yeah. the year that you're talking about, I called that as my dark horse because it came out. I think his dad maybe passed away. It was something mm. around. It was something around that timing when he came on the list for the top 25. It was kind of that one off, and it was like, you know what? He hadn't been on the list in a while, and it got a high rated, and there was kind of a story associated with it, and it it made the list. So, you know, I'm with you though. It 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 uh, it's, it's rare, but they love his stuff when he only has a few. Entrees, if you will. Yeah. What was uh, what was fascinating to me, Coop, is uh, I think that the total count was 
of cigars that were eligible is right around the 200 mark. Uh, I yeah. think there's still some duplicates in there, uh, which is, I mean, yeah, if you made. go, if you go back five or six years, the pool of candidates was significantly smaller. And, and, you know, that could speak to uh, them expanding the num- number of people that are doing reviews for the magazine. Uh, but I looked, cause I was like, well, wh- you know, what's that pool out of like, what's the total eligible reviews? And, I didn't exclude duplicates. I just want to see what the total pool was. 615 cigars for 2023 were reviewed, which, I mean, I would love to smoke 615 new cigars for the year, but uh, I feel like I'd probably tap out. Don't you already smoke about 600 cigars a year? It seems like that sometimes. (laughs) Well, and again, I don't know who, remember they have probably different panelists doing this, right? Mm -hmm. But there's no doubt that the scoring has gone up. Um, no question. And and, and kind of just I'll go to the sorted list here. Um, look at these scores that were given. These ninety sixes. That's usually unheard of during the middle of the year for CA. Like normally, like they'll score something like ninety four as the highest, mm-hmm. and then it goes into this. And and we haven't pointed this out, but this is a tasting tournament that they say they set up, a blind tasting tournament. So they, they in the past, what they've done is the cigars that have gotten 91 or above, uh, they've gone out and they've reacquired a set of those cigars. We don't think it's the whole set. Um, and then they go through blind tastings. And the blind tastings have usually elevated these scores. So, like, for example, uh, with Pledge, right? There's Pledge. Um, it got a 92 during the, like, tastings and then a couple months later it showed up with a 98 so something yeah, so with these 96 highest, that's why i i never pay it here i never pay attention to that initial number because of the re-smoke yeah, yeah. yeah well, there's been 91s they, that have been ele- elevated to 96s and 97s which look at this we're yeah. looking at over 28 cigars 94 or above yeah. That's a, that's well, I a, think it, that's it, what's going to be interesting this year, too. Like last year was the year of the Churchill, it seemed like. Uh, they've got a lot of Figurados on the. On a lot the of Figurados. They, they, they love Figurados. They, they love Figurados. What was what year? Good. What it was about three or four years ago, six out of the first seven out of the first nine were either bellicosos or, or, or torpedoes. Yeah. I mean, listen, they, they, they set the trend with what they, you know. Three years ago, they went with the thinner gauges, though, guys. Yeah. It was like. Uh, like All right, Aaron. Loomis is peacing out. All right, Aaron. Yes. Thanks, thanks again for letting me down my time. Aaron, thank you for like making it easier. <laughs> yep, no worries. <laughs> I thought you were gonna <laughs> do <a> long... <laughs> but we appreciate it. Aaron Loomis uh um providing some great information. Actually made made the whole segment easier. So thank you very much. All right, All right take care. So so I think the two the two questions when you look at these scores that I'm gonna be really interested in when the when the scores finally go live because they do show what the final score is when it when it shows up in the rankings. So you can kind of look back at this and see what the initial uh, panel thought was for scoring and then what the final panel was in, in the tasting tournament. Is this going to be the first year we see a 99 or a 100? Oh, God. I actually was wondering that because the 98, they've had two, like the H. Upman got a 98 along with the pledge. They're mm-hmm. trending up. They're trending up in scoring for whatever reason. No question. No question. In fact, I think this is probably uh, in in the history. I think this is the largest number of cigars that have scored over ninety four to be eligible for the list. To say nothing of, like you said, ninety four used to be the upper echelon of what you know what it was for eligible. And and we like Hector alluded to, 
there's been many years where you've seen a 94 and you think, okay, well, that's got to be a stone cold lead pipe lock for the top five. And then in the re-smoke, it doesn't even crack the top 10. No. Uh, yeah. We've seen, we've seen many Pete, examples Pete of that. Yeah, Pete, Pete hates Letelier me. Was... I, jinx, I jinx him, yeah, every year. He had a 96 on Latelier, and I was like, oh, on the lot 52, right? The lot 52. Which is yeah. a great cigar. Yeah, Which it, good. it is. Yeah. So, yeah, typically you've looked at, like, some of these high scores, and then they sometimes just don't even show on the list, um, which is in, which is interesting in itself. But if you look at most of these cigars, there's a couple of exceptions. It goes back to what Loomis was saying earlier, that there are spots that are locked in. Um, and when we do our predictions, we're actually going to, I don't, at least the way I did it, is I started looking at the locked spots, filling those in. And then I uh, went with some, I had a, I think I came up with the two companies this year, by the way. Because actually, I didn't know Aaron was doing that presentation, but I thought there were two companies that were fighting for a slot this year. One of them, by the way, wasn't Espinosa. So. That's fine. Yeah, we had uh, just because I think Espinosa's now made it a few, you know, uh, a few years in a row. But you know, there were there were some companies that were definitely missing uh, this year, uh, you know, on the list. I think the the uh, I know Aganorso was one company that was missing this year. Um, I didn't see anything that like qualified for them to make the list. So this was the so it's interesting you talk about the scores getting higher too, Coop. Up until this year, like the last three years, we've seen where they've put up some really poor scores and some issues. We're talking low 80s. Yeah. One was a 79. They had a 79 actually appear in an issue. And like that was, that's just, that's unheard of. So, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, the data, like the sample size, the data yeah. obviously shows that the, the, the scores are obviously higher across the board. Yeah. Um, you just got a peek of my list, by the way. Um, but yeah, I went with look. <laughs> but there were a bunch of companies that I had were out uh, for this year, and I just I'll, I'll put them up on the screen. I'll scroll down them, but you can see there's a lot of companies that just didn't land cigars. Aganorsa actually should have been one of them. I didn't have have listed there. So um, there weren't really a lot of surprises in who, who didn't have eligible cigars this year. Um, you know, the, the one company I could think of that maybe has a case, like Villigo for a while was becoming the darling of this list. And now that's kind of faded, if you noticed. Like Villigo was getting like high scores, top 10 rankings, and all of a sudden that stopped. You know, what happened with Villigo? Has Villigo really gone downhill that bad? Well, PDR had a couple of top 10s. PDR was top... the other one. PDR yeah. was the other one. Uh, McAuliffe was getting cigars away, but we know that their relationship with CA has changed. Um, so, I mean, it would, like I said, there weren't a lot of surprises here. Well, what's um, really interesting about this list is there's been some that like where they, they crept into the list. Like crown, crown heads, by the way, is on the crown heads. Crown, crown heads is, on, is yeah, yeah, is yeah, not, yeah. not, not, yeah. I mean, if you don't count the Ausgen relationship, like crown heads, not having an eligible cigar is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I said, I think I said the, the other one that surprised me a little because was Freud cigars. And the reason why Freud cigars surprised me is because Freud cigars is basically exclusively dealt with a cigar aficionado. They've like foregone most of the other media in favor of cigar aficionado over the last year. So you'd think they would have got one score over a 91 that would make it. And these are the companies that are getting 91 or, or not. So my question to you, going back to the list, right? 
Sorry, just just to jump in for a quick sec. Crownheads yeah. does have an eligible. Yeah, I, yeah, he just yeah. he just changed it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, changed it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, which one is it, John? I missed it on the list. Then I'm talking. It's I... the um, it's the La Patissier Senadores. Yeah. yeah, it was. I That's think, right. Yeah. That was in. And that'll that come that. up in the conversation later. You know, gotcha. there were Bear in that last issue. So I asked Bear to give me the last issue of Cigar Aficionado because they didn't have it published to the website. I mean, you have to get the hard copy every year. So Bear sends me these screenshots, which are great, right? And I start going through the screenshots. There were like almost 40 cigars that I added to that list. It was crazy. And a lot of them was like Lanceros and stuff like that. Yeah. They're just throwing you a curveball, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> throwing you a curveball. I mean, I mean, last year, I think, I think the number was... I want to say it was three cigars that were in the December Insider slash Magazine edition that ended up making it on the top twenty-five, um, and we had missed them because uh, you know we did it offline. But we had yeah. missed those because you know the timing of the of the top twenty-five, we just didn't get around to getting that data quick enough. Yeah. But that was quite surprising that you've got eleven previous months and you've still got three cigars that managed to not only make the list but make. It be eligible, but then, you know, finalize in the top yeah. 25 just from the December issues. Yeah. My question to you guys who've been doing this for a while, or if not, does CA now go to 92 this year? And do we see these 91s? So I could tell you when I built my list, I kind of said I'm going to take a shot of, of scrapping the 91s this year. So when you say scrapping the 91s, you're talking about from an eligibility standpoint, because we know that when they have a 91 and they re-smoke it, it jumps up sometimes yeah. by four or five points. So you're talking from the eligibility standpoint. Yeah, I talked to them. Like, they don't like they have they don't disclose a lot when they change the rules or something like that. I just thought there were too many cigars for them to kind of re-smoke this year. Listen, it's, something it's, I, it's their it's, proprietary thing. I mean, that's what they. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a formula. I mean, you know, and, and when we start getting to the selections, I, I I went with what I think would be the formula this year. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was what was it? Yeah. Churchill's last year, Robusto's the year before that. Yeah. You know, I, I we'll see. Yep. I, I think you have to as John as John will probably attest, you gotta look you don't have to look at the numbers, you have to see the numbers. Yeah. You yeah, know, and right. some something's kinda something's yeah. kinda jump out at you this year. That's you know, but look, you're gonna have a corona in there somewhere. There'll they'll be at least one Lancero. Uh, there'll be, uh, you know, uh, what's what's the, the 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 Robusto Extra? Maybe Gordo, a big Toro, and Gordo, and some Gordo. Gordo, and now six by sixties. Six yep. by sixties have become the third most popular size. Yep. You know, it's it's it's. Thank it, you, Coop. This, this is not the this is not the year with uh, with Flathead that freaked everybody out. I mean, Rocky finished in the top five last year with a sixty. Yeah. So. It's it's yeah. a, it's it's I I think it's it's starting to be a little the list is going to be a little more diverse. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, so we're going to get into some. Uh, is anyone have anything else on some of the data collection or anything they want to talk about before we kind of get into the list? Uh, what, one thing I just because you know yeah, we I kinda, I'm not rushing. Anymore. I'm just trying to move the show. That's all. Yeah, so. yeah. So so you know we kind of we kind of sniped a little bit. That I will say I am very very happy that Cigar Aficionado has improved substantially. The way that their online system works, um, it makes it uh, way. I mean, maybe they'll change it because of the data collection, but it makes it far easier to both select and and filter out uh, cigars based on score, based on year of tasting and right. or year of release. Uh, and and the tools, even in 2022 to 2023, they've made substantial improvements on that. And and I just want to give them a kudos for that because that's yeah. that's yeah. very very helpful for tracking cigars down very quickly. Yeah. Um. 
no, thank <clears> you. <throat> and, and I'm going to make this is my comment. I make it every year, and, and it's unpopular. I actually think they have a good system. I do think Aaron's point on selection bias is a is one that's valid, right? But at the same time, the companies that have the selection bias, bias, most of them have a pretty good track record of what they bring to the table. And again, this isn't about the best new cigar of the year. It's about the best performing cigar they're trying to identify. So well, we talk about it all the we talk about it all the time, Coop. You know, the you know, Oliva is a great example of this, right? Yeah. We talk about the Oliva Serie V. Like, why get, is it always right. Milano? Even though, like, like a lot yeah. of people on this panel right. say that the V is the the better the Siri the original Serie V is better than the Milano. Right. But I don't think anyone on this panel, and I correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, thinks either of those cigars yeah. is anything but consistently good year yeah. in year. Absolutely. Um, didn't they? Box. Didn't they throw us a change a curveball a couple years ago and put the G in? Yep. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So an elbow in there, yeah. and 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 uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, Shrine's Cicoli so, showed up before yeah. too. And several years ago, we got a Padron Thousand Series. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. So listen, yeah. it's good cigars or good cigars. Yeah. I mean, but, so. But then, on your point of view, and uh, you know, you have some cigars that have done very well. They are very good cigars. I mean, and you're kind of clawing to kind of get one of those slots. That's the part I can understand. That you're you're trying, Hector. I would say is from Espinosa. You're trying to get into the Stone Cold Web Pipe Lock category. I think that's what you want. I bet you well, have a cigar that would do that for you. We want that whenever we want that with anybody who re, whatever yeah, reviewer yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But and but as as we've had this conversation privately, and and I don't I don't know if we've ever had it on the air because you know, at the end of the day we don't want to you know you don't want to poke the bear or anything like that. No, or no, we're piss not. anybody off. But listen, there. Uh, you know, I I think they're. The other, the other list, the other people who have lists, the other reviewers and the other bloggers who have lists, uh, you know, you, you would be, you would be too, you have to be very naive to say that they don't have their fan favorite. They have their own favorites, and, you know. And I mean, there's some lists that we look at sometimes that we talk privately and go, "I've never even heard of that brand," you know. And, uh, there's one guy in particular one year who put uh, as much as I like him, you know, he had seven cigars from one manufacturer, he had seven, <laughs> he had seven Southern draws in there. I mean, I love Robert as much as the next guy, but even you know, at seven, so I mean, does, does this guy, <laughs> has this guy ever had a Fuente or a Padron? So I mean, some of these lists you just have to kind of just shrug and yeah. shrug your shoulders, and then you you just I, I look at I I I hope to, I look at the end of the year, which is as as Jack will tell you, the the month where I don't sleep. This is the the week where I'm you know I'm worried. You know, yeah. are we, we going to make some of these lists? You know, there are some lists that just we don't do well in, and. You know, it's just because of whoever it is. I mean, we've we've started to do well with them, uh, and I think uh, we've talked about this in this industry. This is an industry of relationships. Yeah, and you know, and 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 we've established a relationship with you. We have a relationship with Dojo. I mean, and, and not to darn name brand, but there are some companies that we just don't have a relationship, and it's very it's it's very it's very evident at the end of the year when they don't, you know, you don't show up on their list. Uh, I think Knuckle Sandwich has been the best barometer of that, where yeah. it made so many lists that last year, and then some lists completely didn't acknowledge that it existed. So, what do you what do a, you what do you say or do about that? You know, but I I have a question about this. So we talked about Espinosa's emergence onto this list on a, on a more consistent basis, Hector. I think like and again, here's my own bias showing, but it's also I think it's also very frustrating. When we've seen three out of the last six years, the Espinosa Habano 
pop up on this 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 uh, qualifying category with several vitolas. So it's 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 a consistent cigar. Obviously, you make it right. It's a consistent cigar that they like, and the score's high, and yet it never pops on the list. That's got to be super frustrating. Well, uh, but at the end of the day, it's just you know, it's 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 there are so many cigars similar to it in profile in the type of cigar experience that it offers that I can see where it could get, you know, it could easily get caught up with uh Herrera's the league or, you know, uh, which is the one that, uh, that Rainier makes, uh, HVC, Sonny Cedro. Those are, I, I've had them and I'm like, wow, this tastes very similar to ours. And they, you know, and, and I can see where that that's an issue. Uh, I think when you have a, a cigar of the year, you gotta be a cigar. That's just, uh, and I'm not part of their panel, obviously, but it's just got to be a cigar that's it's just a little different. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not I don't want to use the word pedestrian because that's it's unfair to say that for any of these brands, you know. But you know, you need something that's special, whether it's a special, you know, it's a different kind of wrapper, or, or yeah. it's just a, it's not a, it's not the it's not the everyday wrapper or an everyday size. And I I think they've done a good job at that. But hey, no. um, can I throw a shoulder early and just say the acquisition of those 43 Habano cigars cost more than the other 157 cigars combined? Probably. Yeah. Well, listen, listen, I've, you guys know very well my feelings on anything to do with Cuba. Right. However, I've also said on the air and I've said it many times, you can't, you can't have an industry. You can't have, you can't tell the story of tobacco without talking about Cuba. You can't have a, a magazine that's worldwide and not include the a, a, a country like Cuba yeah. for its history. You know, it's like uh, it's like writing a book on music and not not putting the Beatles in it. Right. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. But you know, I I think I I hear the frustrations. Look, I go to shops now and I travel a little bit and and I hear them like, well, you know, they they reviewed the cigar. I'm never going to get the cigar. Oh, well, all right, you know, you're never going to get yeah. it. But if you ever are in England or in China and have a couple hundred bucks on you and you want one, you, you know, <laughs> you yeah, can, they're, you they're, can, or if you're John McTavish's house, you know, might be able to get yeah. one, you know? Yeah. yeah and they're, no, exactly. They, um, you know, the other thing is, you know, they're looking at the best performing cigar of the year. So the question is, how do you not taste Padrones and Fuentes throughout the whole year? You Given their to. track record, you have to, right? So that's why they show up. Now, the idea, I think, like you said, is like a Hector would want Knuckle Sandwich to be at that level where, and maybe it will become that level. We saw, we've seen cigars like emerge like that over the years. Like I think Prensado was a good example. Casa Magna was a good example where eventually they, they did just come, become staples of uh, the list. Um, but the, I think the idea is, you know, you still want to taste the best cigars out there and see if they're performing consistently year after year. So. Opus, Opus X, I think, is a separate entity and an argument for Fuente. Like, I think Opus X is like a lock for the list, but then Fuente always carries that second that Aaron was talking about. Right. His, Fuente usually goes with soliloquy. And same with Altidus now. They'll usually go, like, Altidus will take a Monte Cristo or an H. Upman, like we've seen one. Yeah. Um, and now they have aging room. Remember I said one year, the year Raphael, Raphael got um, – Got number ten with the H up man with eight, <laughs> and I'm like thanking Raphael. You know, hey, good job, you made the top ten, but sorry, you're out of it. Mm-hmm. And they gave him number one, which shocked everyone that that year. And he'll never, Raphael never let me live that one down. By the way, he to this day, justifiably so. All right, so I think we're gonna get into anything else with the data uh, before we kind of because I want to do one thing before we get into our list. 
Ben, how are you holding up? You still breathing? You all right, over? Ben? Yeah, let's keep going. All right. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is um, we're going to get into our list, but I got to do uh, a couple of the housekeeping segments. And uh, we're going to do – we actually could do the American history segment because I have a, a cigar aficionado tie into this one. Nice. Um, so um, this is um, – and Bear, you get the first shot to answer this, and then we'll go to everybody else. So this is our um, American history segment. Um, and this is uh, brought to you by Rockefeller Cigars. And, of course, I don't have my sheet up. Okay. <laughs> All right. At Rockefeller Cigars, the journey began with a simple yet powerful message to create an affordable luxury that transcends social boundaries. They wanted to offer a premium cigar that embodies the spirit of entrepreneurship while remaining accessible to men and women from all walks of life. Inspired by the resilience of the American spirit during the Great Depression, the Rockefeller Cigar stands as a testament to the unwavering determination and pursuit of excellence. So I have an American history question related to Cigar Aficionado tonight. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Bear first, and if, if if Bear doesn't get it, I'll throw it to the panel. Nice. All right. I want to know the first cigar made in the USA to crack the CA top twenty-five. Ooh. Mm. And if you get the brand, I will I will accept that, Bear. Okay. So I wanted to clarify this. I want to clarify something. You're talking about American manufactured cigar, not an American owned company, correct? The cigar had to be produced in a factory in the US. A so, for, so here's my example, right? Ashton is owned by the Levin family and their Levine family, excuse me. Sorry. Disrespect. Um, it's Hanukkah, bro. Family, and they're and they're and they're and they're <laughs> and they're American. But that doesn't count. But, but, they're, but they manufacture cigars in, in Nicaragua. So that's that's what you're saying. Like that that's not an American made cigar. Because... That's not an American made cigar. Okay. It's like when cool. uh when Justin did the Cohiba Serie M with El Titan de Bronze. That is yeah. a made in the USA cigar. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. So it Temple. has to be produced in a, in, a, in a, so like none of Espinosa's cigars will be eligible because they're all produced in Nicaragua, right? Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Even though their warehouse is here. You know what I mean? So there yeah. is okay. you, there is I wanna know. The, Amer the si first si side discussion for later. Hector doesn't Eric can consider. Never mind. It's fine. I was just. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said that. That's interesting. So when uh, when we kind of like when Ben and I are doing our reviews, for example, and we put country of origin. Country right. of origin is USA, and then the factory has to be located on USA soil. Yeah. That's what I mean right. by American made. Cool. Hey, well, I think I'm, I think I'm no pressure bear, but I think I might. I think I might know this one. I, I think I, know, I got I, it too. I, so I know. I know what it is. So it's okay. So the list started in two thousand and four, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he made this list. And when he was, when they were starting to manufacture his cigars, I believe they were made in Miami. So I, I think he, I think he made like he was like number twenty four, number twenty five that year. It was Pete was Pete Johnson with Tatuaje. I think, I'm pretty sure his his cigars starting out. And John, you're going to be the one to correct me on this. I think he was manufacturing his cigars out of Miami first, and he wasn't done. It, my my father's cigars. I say I don't even sure if my father's cigars. I say was open yet. I I think it. Fuck. I think it's I think it's Pete. I think it's a Tatuaje. I think he was 24 of 25 in that in that first year in that first list, if I remember correctly. Okay. That's that's my guess. Okay. Anyone want to take another guess? I'm not saying Bear's right or wrong. Does anyone disagree with Bear on that? No, it's not that disagree. I, I was thinking La Gloria Cubana with Ernie, but I don't know. I don't remember what year he sold. So, yeah, I so I actually, I was. Go ahead. 
I was going to say, because it's probably not far enough back, but I know this one was manufactured in the U.S., but it's probably not far enough back, is the Herrera Esteli Miami. Oh, that's so, a good one, too. So yeah, I was like, along those back. lines there, and that's what I was thinking, and, it, and it's a little earlier than that, but I actually think it's the La Polina Goldie out of El Teton, I think was the oh, first cigar. dude, that's a good guess, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> little Little tobacco history there. Anyone else? Ben, Hector, anyone else? I said Gloria, so I, I was John, am I, John, am I wrong though? You're a Tatawahe guy. No, I'm pretty so sure ben, Pete had ben, Pete had stuff ben, manufactured at Miami before it was moved to Nicaragua. I just don't know whether it made the list when it was. So yeah. that's the tricky part here is I don't know if it made the list when it was being made out of Miami before it went over to my father. Oh, dude, that Montplina Goldie is such a fucking good answer. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, it, I was, was thinking. A, I was thinking Tatawahe or. La Gloria Cubana. That's what I was thinking too. La yeah. Gloria Cubana was the first American to get a ninety plus with the Wavell back in the or like the nineties. That was the yes. big, that, that's the history it made. Hey Coop, do you want to kill the screen share and go back to the panel view? Oh, that should help. Thank you, yeah. John. I'm, I have two screens going here. Look at Coop. All right. Final answer. You ready for the answer? Yes. All right. In two thousand four. Oh. Was two thousand four, the number one cigar, like number one, the number twenty five cigar of the year, was the Tatawai Cabinet Specials. There you go, a Lancero made at El Rey de Habanos <laughs> in the USA. Nice, El Rey de Habanos. Yeah, going oh, way back. Man. Yep, it oh, was the uh, good old it, days. It number twenty. He was number twenty five, right? He was, was number twenty four. I, I couldn't remember yeah, if it was twenty four. Yeah, yeah, you were pretty close. Uh, yeah. It uh, it, yep, that is where the uh, that was where it was, and I was kind of when I was researching this, uh, and I had to go through every list on this. Uh, I said this, I, that's kind of where I'm like, wow, this is kind of interesting how this is gonna wind up. Um, and I was like, you wonder if the guys would know it's Tatawai, and I think you guys were along the right lines because he was producing those cigars, uh, with Pepin in Miami for a few years. I think the factory opened like three years later. Um. Right. So yeah, that was a good good run with that one. So uh, yeah, that was a good 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 job by you guys. Um, well done, Bear. Well done, well done. So it's not uh, it's not just presidents, man. It's not just presidents. It's not just presidents. We have uh, you know uh, the rock a, bl a, bl a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while outside the U <laughs> outside the Oval Office, man. Oh man, I mean the one where we had you like connecting. Remember, like Jay threw that question out, and Bear oh, had it just like. God, it was like a hard question. You think like we're yeah, we were doing states and they're not yes, yeah. uh, admitted to the union, combat. Mm. You know, yeah, the, yeah, and, you, and, and just so you know, uh, the, there was a little Gloria Cubana on the list that year, but it was made in the Dominican. Ooh. that one was made in the Dominican at number six. It was a Gloria Cubana Reserva Figurado. So there was uh, a Golgari, but it was, the only American cigar was that was that. And I don't think there's a lot of American cigars that made it. I think uh, the Goldie, I know, is one of them. Uh, but I don't think I don't think there's a lot of them that have made it. So um, shout out to Sandy Cobus. Yep. Yep. Uh, good job by that. So. All right. I, I think for next time, Coop, you'll have to find when was the first large ring gauge like uh, uh, 56 plus cigar made the top 25 list that'd be really for the next show that'd be yeah. really fascinating to know yeah. jesus yeah. jesus not even not yeah. even i wouldn't get that even close no way all right so that was good all right no nice so that was our uh, rockefeller uh american history segment 
Uh, we have a couple of other segments we'll intersperse in here. So we're doing, like, like I said, we may not keep you guys four hours. Ben may not turn into the Winter Warlock. Um, so, <laughs> um, I guess, uh, how do we want to do this, Bear? Do we want to randomly pick who we pick on people to do their th- do their list and we go through it? Oh, yeah, let's rock it. I'm not going let's first. Go random. Okay. Aaron's going first. <laughs> no. Randomized it. All right. Aaron took his ball and went home. I did. Pick on the dumb kid. Let's go with Ben so he doesn't freeze. What What the hell does that even matter? I got to stick around anyway. <laughs> yeah, but at least you'll be. At least you won't be numb when you're doing it. See, if, if I know if I know Ben was gonna if I know Ben was gonna be outside, I would have shipped him some hot shots so he could you know put some hot shots yeah. in the pockets, yeah. put some hot shots in the gloves. Yeah. And by the way, you don't have to have if you don't have something to share, that's okay. You could just uh, was it, I gave everyone sharing authority, but if you don't have something to share, don't worry about it. We could just it, it, a discussion point is fine. I'll put up some. I'll, I can put up some what's, screenshots. What's the, and, question, what's the question on the table one more time? We're gonna start going through what we have as our top ten. Okay. Now is it now? Remember, I had the question earlier. Is it the top ten or your ten can't fails? I had it. I had it as top ten. But if people had it different, let me know. Because and and here's the reason I say it's it's this is the reason I I I did it my way. I don't smoke even cigars. I got it. I can't tell you Trinidad or or whatever you know Jose Lopez or whatever the the Cuban brand de jour is. You know whatever the Cuban hot brand is this year. Uh, Juan Lopez. Juan, Juan Lopez. Lopez. There you go. Jose Lopez. That's my that's my gardener. I'm sorry. So that's, <laughs> that's my gardener. He's a good cigar, man. He's a good guy. He makes a he makes a he cuts a, he cuts a nice dress. Mix, mix up the names. Juan Bolivar. Yeah, Juan Bolivar. You know, uh, Ramon, Joe Joe uh, Joe, Joe Bahique, You know, Ramon Lo- Lopez. I have it. So let's just go. So I have it. My prediction, I guess, if you will, of the top ten. I didn't go what they should be or my favorites. And I went top 10 prediction. Yeah. I also went top 10. So I, I, um, cause part of the fun for me is, you know, cause, cause it's, it's great revisionist history. So I only need to hit one, you know, I didn't even need to hit the spot. I can just say, yeah, I got, I got the list, man. Cause I got one out of 10, you know, I, I nailed the list. Uh, even though it's, um, it's really, really hard to get the right cigar. And you guys in past years, you know, I feel like I'm standing in the shadow of giants here because there's been years where you guys, not only do you nail the cigar, but you nail the actual position on the list. And I think that is unbelievably difficult. You know, getting a number one is near impossible, but I think it's just as impressive to say, you know, okay, the number six cigar is a Padron 64, this size, and it's going to be number six. And to hit that is, it's impressive. It really is. It is. It is definitely impressive to hit. Yeah, that. No, no shit. <laughs> that is hard. Yeah. All right. So who's gonna go first? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll go first. I'm just okay. trying to. I'm. Putting I can. And what I'll do, Ben, is um, if you want, right? Because you don't have to share anything. Don't worry if you don't have to share. Uh, I could type it on the screen. Uh, as as you go. So don't worry about that. Is what I'm saying. If you don't have anything, that's what I figured. I want to make no, this I'll as do. easy. For you. Yeah. I'm just putting it into a Word doc so I can. Okay. I got yeah, spreadsheets. Sure. I got uh, you know. John's got like fall charts. Yeah, but, I got table. Yeah, but but and if you if you scatter plots, John, 
John's got his Venn, but Venn diagram going on. Thanks to Aaron. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I love, listen, that, I love a good Venn diagram. I'm not going to lie to you. I while Ben's doing diagram. that, uh, one of the fascinating things that probably didn't come up here, and I just want to talk about, is the potential overlap for Habanos brands, Altidus, and General ah. Brands. And okay. so what's fascinating is that if you go back, you will not find an example of a Habanos brand making the list like the actual marca and the same marker making it from Altidus in general. And so that factored in. I had to do some some yeah. changes around because I thought I had my list nailed down. And I went, you know what? Those two cigars are not going to be on the same list because they overlap markers. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to do that. I mean, maybe they'll prove me wrong this year, but because no. there's, there's some potential. This has come up, John, on previous shows before kind of you joined. I've made this statement and I've told Raphael from Altidus this. Like, I said when Monty 1935 came out, they won't give it a number one. They won't give because it's a cu- because of the Cuban marker. Yeah. I just don't think they'll do that, right? Now, what I think they'll do is they'll find a brand that doesn't have the Cuban marker like they did with Aging Room, and that's how they did with Aging Room. Um, but I just don't think – I think you're right. They're not going to mix and – and the same thing, if they put a Monte Di- Monte Cristo Diamante – now, what's funny is uh, they put a Monte Cristo Diamante, then, then – um, did they put another Monte Cristo? I think you're right, John, on that. All right. I'll, I'll share my list. So basically, I didn't put a lot of freaking time in it like y'all did. I did not think so much into it like this. <laughs> thanks for being like on the show, Ben. Yeah, thanks for yeah. being. No, you're good, Ben. Ben, ben, by the way, ben has been extremely busy. Uh, and he to make the time. Ben, I appreciate it, by the way. So, so yeah, don't so worry. Ben has been like. Don't the be an apologist for Lee. No, he's been, he's been, believe me, I, uh, he's been doing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just got done with my finals for my, um, my master's. So I, I had basically one day to try to get this together. And this is, this is kind of what I came up with just kind of mostly off of gut feeling. Now, I don't know if how this is going to be, but, um, here, let me share it real quick. Yep. And, uh, Put this up here. Let's see. Oh, there's a whiteboard on this thing. I did not know that. I haven't played with it yet. That's what she said. Let me. I'm see. gonna do that all anyway, day. <laughs> let me try to put on the whiteboard. Uh, no, it's, I think it's a drawing app. I'm yeah, I think it's a you drawing app. Right. Okay, fuck it. This is my top <laughs> ten right here. Fuck it. So Ben, Ooh. interesting. Now, and Ben, I think you went with a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the concepts we've talked about. Um, so I, I kind of like what you've done here. I wanna, I'll let you talk through some of it, but uh, if you notice, Ben's is kind of going back to what Aaron said. A lot of the uh, a lot of the slotted stuff. Yeah, I I just I just have a feeling that maybe it might be Rocky's year this year, and I haven't had this the ALR second edition, but um, I've heard a lot of talk about it, so I think maybe. This could be a good one. Um, the, I mean, the rest, I, most of these are always in the top 10, honestly, you know? And I, so that one was not too hard to really figure out was, you know, we, we talked about the brands that are always in there, the different companies. So I kind of worked off of that basically, because I had the same thought process when we were talking about with Aaron, like there are certain companies, you know, are going to be in there somewhere, right? So, 
And also, I knew, I just have a feeling there's going to be at least two Cubans in the top ten. Yeah. Jumped, top. Went out of the top five, man. Damn, that's cool. That's balls. Yeah. It, ha- it happens, though. So Patron's got knocked out in the top five. Yeah. yeah so, I wouldn't have the 1,000 series. Yeah. The, so, the, I don't know, man. I, the, the work of art this year to me was okay. I, I mean, I don't want to rated it like they rated it that's how they rated it but it, i mean it's one of my favorites but i saw i i just pushed it down but basically because i thought i i just i just have a feeling that the, the rocky will get number one and i honestly thought that i wrote with mia more and the milanio and the padron were stronger showings this year and I just, I just honestly figured it's got to be one Cuban in the top five. There's got to be. And I figured the the Cohiba Maduro would be the one that would take it, just because it's it's a little bit different of a Cohiba. So I figured that one might make it because they have a, they had a lot of them graded rated really high. So I always thought that the Monte Cristo, the Monte Cristo number two is like a legend in its own. So that's because there was a lot of them kind of around the same, same spot, you know, great uh, rating wise. And I just, the Monte Cristo always seems to do well in every time it's ever rated. And it's all, usually, you know, one of the favorites of the list. So I put that up there. And we talked about the EP Korea Allegiance. You know, that one is always, oh, was an amazing cigar this year. And we all loved the, the my father le bijou 1922 100 años and i i the corona especial was what was my favorite of that's the, what i'm uh, favorite vitola yeah mine I, too that is one of the best cigars i've smoked this year by far it is outstanding cigar so i could see that being up there and the trinidad the espiritu city number one is i that one it's it's not my style of cigar but I just couldn't see Altidus not being in there too. So I'll put it at number 10. And that's my list. Oh, good job. Nice, nice pick. Nice. It's a nice it's a picks, nice man. solid. Um, you know what I like about your list, Ben, is you didn't really miss any of the, those again, the, the Stone Cold Web Pipe locks. I mean, those are and that was competitive. I mean, so um yeah, I think it's I think it was solid. You have the uh the the top three are really interesting that you have, um, because I think or top two, you know, because Rocky Patel and and Ashton are the two that kind of I think if you had to look at companies that we've been waiting to see who's gonna who's like due to get a number one, I think those are the two companies in that order. And they love this ALR. It was number two a couple wasn't it number two a couple of years ago. It yeah. was yeah. yeah so they yeah. love that. They love that cigar. Yeah, I think it's due. I think it's time. So and I think this is its time right now, but we'll see. Yeah. The the other one, the one that I I was hard to not put up in the top ten, but I just didn't think it kind of fit fit the mold was the Drew Estate, the blackened M eighty one Corona. I, I had it. Yeah, we'll get into it as well. I think it was a. I think it misses the top ten because of the spots that are. You know, Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. I I, I kind of yeah. agree with that, and I think exactly. it's I think it's up against I think it's up against hard competition too. Yeah, uh, we I mean we talked about the scoring is so crazy. This, yeah. I mean, 
it's it's unbelievable how high some of these scores yeah. are. It's just ridiculous. But I that's what I did. I kind of went off the mindset of we know certain companies are always going to be slotted yeah. in the top ten usually, right? Yep. So I start from that that mindset and then go through what just feelings of which ones I think would line up where. So so we'll see what happens. But that's mine. Here, here's a qu- question. Uh, cause Ben's got that lot of pretty high do. And I'm, I'm not trying to step on anyone, um, with this, but like, do we ever think everyone talks about this might be Rocky's year. Is this Pete's year? Like these companies that have been consistent performers on this list that are kind of like do quote unquote, do we ever see Levine get a number one spot? You know, do we ever, do we think that'll ever happen? I think it could. Right. But most of the time, if you and Hector, you can wait. And John, you guys can weigh in on the history of this. Most of the time, the only exception, the only company I could think of that got a number one that didn't have, like, that basically wasn't totally vertically integrated was Alec Bradley, because they didn't really have their own factory. But I'm thinking everyone else historically has had a factory, uh, and I think that's the one thing that Levine, the Levines have working against them right now. And I think when the Alec Bradley did hit number one, um, I don't think anyone that year, you know, came back and said, oh, I knew it was going to be number one. I think that was well, um, for sure. They did. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. They didn't. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny the year before the reps were convinced that family reserve was getting number one. I'm telling you, they were walking into stores, the Alec Bradley reps. And, and this happened in Charlotte. And they said they were telling retailers to buy the family reserve. It's going to be the number one cigar in CA. And it didn't happen. Yeah. Right, I'm going to stop sharing now. So we'll do the okay. next one. All right. And what we're going to do, we're going to come back and do surprise picks for the top 25 a little later. So uh, we'll hold off on that. But let's just, so Ben Ben has kind of gone in and he's saying this is going to be Rocky here, followed by Ashton and Oliva. All right. So, so that's a solid I'll go. top. All right. All I'll right. Go. Okay. All right. Let me get my chicken scratch up here. You got oh wrong wrong. Gotta hate when that happens. Make sure all those uh, red tube uh, links are hidden, guys. Son of a bitch! <laughs> you need me to come help you work that, Grandpa? <laughs> no, that's not it. Jesus, Jeez, I know, right? He's got, he's got as many tabs open as I do. I had it just a second ago. Already yeah. teed up. Dialed. And here we go. All right. Dialed. There we go. I got it. He's got to get dialed. He's got to get dialed. Yeah, got to get this thing dialed in. Here Except he's using All a right. rotary phone. Yeah. All right. There we go. Can you guys see my screen now? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And you went off okay. my kind of model here, which is the locks well, so, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I took the, actually this, this lock I took from, I think it was a year or two. One of, one of those you put the locks in. Yeah. So I struggled. So I went. I, just to me and and Ben, I struggled. It was funny because even though I've got that ALR at number ten, I really debated like this could be Rocky's year. Like this, this is like they want to give him the number one. I mean, I know they do. I actually thought he had a chance with the sixty, the sixty, but I thought the Toro was the better size. But whatever. Um, I thought that year was going to maybe be there. But so that's the problem I, with it. It's really, it's really inconsistent like yeah it's really yep. fucking good when it's fucking good if this is a true tasting panel which i believe to a certain extent it is 
that cigar performs, it performs, and, and when it doesn't, it doesn't. It does, and, I agree. And, 100% agree. And, and so, so what I did was I went over like the last, I don't know, I pulled up kind of last 10 years and kind of where the Oliva was, was slotted, where a Padron was going to be slotted, kind of just in that, that ballpark. And look, I took total guesses on the, the Cubans. I mean, I just kind of went and said, all right, what are some of the higher rated Cubans and, and slot them where I thought they were going to be. But if you look back at the last, I don't know, five, six years, the number one cigar came from that 90, except for maybe that year, the, um, it was the pledge maybe, but they've all come from that 95 rated slot uh, going into the, the final. And so I took which cigars were in that 95 slot. This feels like it's a, a Fuente year to me. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I don't think it's, I mean, I've smoked the work of art before. That's neither here nor there. Um, I've got that as the cigar of the year this year. Um, I looked at the size. I looked at, it feels like a Fuente year. And it kind of went down. Um, I The the Elegancia, that's like my lead pipe lock top 10. Um, it's come from EP. Um, I've got that at number nine. Um, I love the Monte 35 Diamante. I thought I had actually the year that it finished number two, the the, the first year of the 1935, I had that as my cigar of the year. Um, it ended up finishing number two. I love the Le Bouget 22, the 100-year annals, like we were all talking about. It. It, frankly, I'd probably put that number one. It feels like it could be a my father year. Um, I just don't think they're going to put it there uh, this year. Um, I think Hector with the uh, Espinosa, the knuckle sandwich that Robusto with yep. Guy B on the cover of CA. I think there's so much momentum. I think it's a deserving top 10 cigar. So I've got it slotted there at the number six position. Again, where I put the the Habanos, I kind of went where they traditionally put those in past top 25. So I slot them in kind of that four and um, seven spot. And then again, the Toro with the Oliva V, it's the one size that was rated really high that they haven't put in the top five. They've got the Figurado, they've got the Churchill, they've got different sizes. This year is going to be the Toro. Um, so, yeah, that's where I slotted. So you can see where I struggled really hard on the Blackened, the Patel, and the the Mimar. I, I, really struggled, I struggled on all three of those as well. And when I get to my list, yeah, I struggled I, exactly with those three. I, I They're so highly rated, they they can easily be in the top ten. I mean, again, it's a guess, but I, I, I went with Rocky being in the top ten since they like that cigar so much. I don't think he's going to miss out on the top 10. So I put that at 10 and look, I can interchange any of those other three and move those anywhere around, but yeah. that's my top 10. You know, it's no surprise. I mean, I, I'll go to, we've done Ben and Aaron's list. There's really no surprises that I've seen so far. Would you like where someone literally went to left field on, on this? I, I'm not seeing any surprises so far. I don't it's, know how the it, audience, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be tough to, I think it's really, really tough to see any surprises in the top ten. I think certainly, you when know, we get to, when we get to some of the dark horse stuff, I think that's what's going to be interesting. But, but yeah. so far, because like a lot of the cigars uh, that Ben and Aaron have are are not really big surprises here. It's just a matter of where, like, does someone get bumped? Like, does Blacken get bumped for it's uh, like an Espinosa? And I think it could. I think it absolutely could, because uh, they're two great cigars. Uh, but I think you know that. That uh, that Espinosa. I think it's this is the year Espinosa gets the top ten. I've not well, said that think, ever. 
So, and, and I think so. Just going back off the, the sheer volume and numbers of the highly rated cigars, what was so tough was there were so many in that threshold of that 94, 95 range that they were so interchangeable with brands that you know are going to be locks that it was like, well, kind of pick and choose, I guess, which ones you, you think and, you know, and kind of make a educated guess. So yeah. I, I have a, of those 10, I think, you know, four or five are locks to be in the top 10, but outside yeah. of that, I mean, it's completely interchangeable in my opinion with what else I've got listed there. You know, so that's the, my the, list. The Hemingway pick, which I'll get to when I get to mine too. It's an interesting pick because, I've noticed with CA they 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 usually elevate one of the brands in the portfolio. And a couple of years ago, nineteen twenty six at no, excuse me, nineteen sixty four had never gotten a number one cigar of the year, and it got it. But I don't think Hemingway has gotten that number one, and I could see it happening. I could see I can see in the front day portfolio. I don't think it's gonna be an Opus X this time. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a Hemingway. So so I agree. I, I, I agree. Think, I think that's the logic I'm looking at too. I don't think they want to name another Opus X number one cigar here for a very long time. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they've I'd done it. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. They've been having a number one Opus. So I'll be okay. I mean, I, I, we'd be fine with it, but are they going <laughs> to do that? They don't. They haven't, like, given, you know, two, 19, 1926 has never come back as a number one cigar of the year. Uh, really? So, I mean, that's the only one. Like, they did. Yeah, so it's interesting to see with that. I mean, the Don yeah. Carlos Robusto also had a strong showing as well. So, yep. I mean, yep. I had it, I honestly had it this morning when I was re-going over my top 10. I originally had that in my top 10. I, I almost did, too. I And, I, and then I kind of, I don't know, I'll just, just go ahead. I, I went with the Hemingway. I think, like, we both went with Hemingway. But I kind yeah. of struggled with that as well. I mean, I just feel like honestly, I, yeah. I, honestly, I was going to say, like, the Don Carlos Robusto, honestly, is my Fuente go-to. It, uh, like I always, I, I'm always happy when I grab that cigar yeah. and smoke it every yeah. single yeah. time. Yep, yeah. I, I I agree. It's a great cigar. I, that's I prefer that over the Eye of the Shark. I do too. I know Jose loves that Don Carlos Robusto. Uh, he gave he me loves a them lot. All. Yeah, well, no, he loves, loves that them cigar. all. He, he loves, loves them all. that Don Carlos. <laughs> he loves that Don Carlos. Uh, I thought he was giving me all those cigars, and 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 uh, <laughs> I had to mail them to him back. <laughs> So, we talked uh, about that this week, by the way. Your show's oh, by the way, just a quick. You're doing uh, light them up lounge tomorrow, right at two p.m. At two p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, correct. so Benley nice. Benley will be on the light them up lounge doing a year end show. Be sure to tune into that, guys. Uh, that was gonna. Be, I'm glad you're gonna be doing that. So uh, I'm looking for. I'm gonna try to tune in live for that. So I have a four thirty, so hopefully it doesn't go late uh, meeting wise. But awesome. All right, who's next? I, I need to um, go last. I need to go last because then I'm going to segue into the other segment. Well, I wanted to go. Well, you want to go last? I, Either you and yeah. I go last. Either, well, it's because of the way it's because of the way my my list is made. Okay, because my my list is very similar to uh, to Aaron's PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine is, mine is too. It's very you, similar I, to Aaron's PowerPoint. Uh, yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, you, uh, I'm, you, I'm queued up. I'm ready to go. You could go. So, yeah. So right. John, why don't you go? Well, John, go next. All right, so th there'll be some good conversation here. So <clears throat> this is this is if hopefully that's showing up for you. Oh, oh wow! Now this is a surprise. There we go. This one's a surprise. So wow. so I I went I went. I'll tell you <clears throat> the number one and number two. I really really struggled with because 
I think this is going to be the year because every once in a while, if you look back, you know, CA throws a shoulder and they, and they, they throw a, a surprise for number one. And I think the surprise for number one is overdue. And there was a time when I was looking at the list where I thought it was going to be the, my father, the Bijou. Um, you know, I think it would certainly be more than uh, deserving to get a number one spot. Uh, but I don't think this is going to be the year. I think if you look at, you know, with the cover, the tie into Hetfield, the tie into the whiskey, there's a lot of overlap that makes that black and M81 a really popular pick to show up number one. And, 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 you know, I certainly could be missing the mark by a million miles here, but I think this might be the year of the M, the M81. Hey, as a huge Metallica fan, I'd be okay with that too. Very interesting if they right? go that route and bump guy. I mean, I don't know. I never know. I never know what they're thinking. You know, we never know what they're thinking. But uh, I think, I think the M eighty one could be, you know, the quote unquote dark horse to get number one. Uh, so the the number one and the number two here are really tough. Like I said, I, number two for me, the Le Bijou. Uh I do think that Diamante is going to come in at number three. Um, and I, I had to go back and forth on that one as well because you know the overlap with Juanos. I was like, I don't know if the Monte Cristo, but look, I looked at how many different Monte Cristos they had reviewed, and it seemed to me that like that's going to be a top five cigar this year just based on the number of reviews, the cycles they put into that, right? Yeah, that's an excellent cigar too. Really, really, it good. is. It is. Uh, I put the Pyramid Extra on there for Cohiba. I don't see the Maduro cracking the the top ten. Uh, I know the Maduro has made it in the past, but I think I, I kind of thought that too. Yeah. Now, now where I kind of am torn is that uh, again, CA does like to zig when people expect them to zag. So that number four spot could be my number nine Juan Lopez Grand Partagon because. That's also the kind of cigar that they might gravitate towards for a top five for Habanos. And I'm with, uh, I think it was Ben that was saying, you know, the, the top 10, you're probably going to see, or I think it might've been Bear said that top 10, you're probably going to see two Habanos cigars show up. And so I've got the, the uh, Juan Lopez uh, and the Cohiba Pyramid, and those two might be interchangeable depending on how things lay out. Uh, I agree with the ALR pick. I, I think that's a top, that's going to show up top 10. Uh, it might even show up higher, like other people had it. Um, I also zigged with the uh, Padron 64. I think the 64 is going to come back. The Diplomatico is again. It's kind of one of those oddball Padrones. It's a little more, you know, a little bit more uh, limited than some of the other Padrones that were, were reviewed. Um, agree with the commentary on the Hemingway. Obviously, I think the Hemingway should show up. It might show up higher. You know, it's it's really tough. The initial scoring was 93. Uh, and I guess going back to the M81, uh, I think one of the things that might help it on the tasting panel is that that's a cigar that probably is going to smoke better as a re-smoke when you've given it a little bit of time. So that's where I'm thinking it it could be a little elevated. Uh, we've all got the Allegiance so far, so that one, again, I don't see that missing the top 10. And then uh, the Melanio, which... Um, Again, I could be missing the, the the mark, but I think that Toro is the size that's going to be represented on the list. It's just a matter of, you know, I've got it as number ten. That might be way too way too high. Um, yeah. Thoughts? That's a really really good list. It's a good list too. Good list, John. A, a lot of us are not seeing that EP Carrillo top the 
cracked the top five. I'm noticing so far. But it e I, easily could though. It, it easily could, could. It easily could, but I think we're we're saying no. Um, on it. Um, and I know we're gonna get to some of the other picks outside the top ten, but it is solid. I, I. By the way, um, that would really surprise me if Drew, if Drew State does get that number. Not saying it can't, but if it gets that number one, that will be one of the biggest shockers in a long time for the cigar aficionado list. Absolutely. But in this 15 years, I mean, Casa Magna was the last shocker that I remember. Yep. That um, maybe Andalusian Bull caught people by surprise, but not like Casa Magna did. No, the you don't think the aging room was a shocker for most people? Uh, people I don't, knew I don't know if it's as much banging, of a People yeah. knew Raphael was banging on the door at some point. It was a shocker. I think it was a shocker for me. Uh, I mean, Casa Magna just caught everyone off guard. So, so Coop, you make a good point, dude. That's where I with the with the black and you're talking about banging on the door. Typically, they don't. I mean, that is like coming out guns a blazing, putting that number one, knowing yeah. that if you look at some of the the way that they build up a certain brand or a, a brand that that makes consistently the top ten, then they get their number one. That's why I was like, where I like Ben's thought around the. The Rocky, I just think, man, that it, I mean, look, absolutely, they love the cigar, and I, I, I was telling you guys, I think in our text message a while back, I'm like, holy cow, they love the black because if you look at the 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 reviews, they've reviewed it in a couple different sizes, and all of them were were 93 plus, so yeah, absolutely could I could, but I, I just think that is just a holy cow splash going number one with a, a cigar that doesn't have a lot of, I guess, track record. That was the issue though that caught a lot of us off guard when this when the when the M eighty one was reviewed. And we there was a ton of high scores in that issue in particular. Yep. And we were just all scratching our heads, like where did the like we never like they were throwing ninety fives out like candy, you know? Um it it almost looked like a blogger list that he I don't mean I'm not trying to <laughs> who, who bloggers tend to score higher. I mean I'm not just saying I'm not trying to be this it was very different. To me that that was the most shot and I, I remember John, we were messaging you. I'm like, have you seen this? I know Barry, you and I messaged on this as well. Like it was amazing when we saw that happen. So yep. I don't know if something's changed with the committees as they're doing this. Something may be different with the review panel too. I don't know. Or if they change their criteria. We're, we're gonna find out next week for sure. Now, one of the things that I would like if it was either the ALR or even, well, the Hemingway, you know, the, the cigars, the one thing I didn't like that they've done in the past, and well, let's take the Cuban out of the conversation. I don't like when they put cigars number one, meaning like, say, the bull, that you can't get. I mean, right. let's face it. I mean, you, you put a number one cigar like that and it, you can't ever get them. And so it's like, you put cigars up there, including the Cubans, it's like, who's ever going to be able to smoke these? I mean, it's such a small population to where they put the the Rocky or they put the Black in. I mean, that's going to be, you know, widely available, which I would love for them to yeah, do. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, Before we go next, uh, what I want to do is I want to go into the Espinosa this day in sports history segment. Nice. So uh, this way, Hector's not. We're not doing Hector's segment. Like please, no baseball. Please, shout no baseball. Shout there, there. Shout okay, out. there is. I think there's one. Bears got one baseball. We have a few things in there. Bears got three questions. I got one. All right. Shout so, out to Hector for the Mercia Lago that I just finished. Man, that was fucking fantastic. The, uh, sure. the most successful T A cigar we've seen in a while, by the way, outside of Tatawai and a few other companies. So, yeah. All right. The so, bat is back, baby. 
We're going into Espinosa this day in sports history. Uh, sponsored by Espinosa Cigars. Makers of award-winning brands such as Espinosa, 601, and Knuckle Sandwich. You need to smoke Espinosa, and you need to smoke Espinosa every day. Day. All right. I couldn't say it better myself. I do. What do you mean? <laughs> we do. Yeah, yeah, me too. We don't, we don't just read the ad. We live it. All right. So Bear's got. I got one thing. Bear, you have a. a by the way, I, I, I few. I'm interested. I know one of your questions actually. I think I know the answer. So we'll see. All right. So first question, and this is not a baseball question. Nice. In nineteen, and this is open to anybody. In 1976, this future <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterback played the last game for the team he was with his entire career. But he would go on to play one more season, and that he would play one more season with the Los Angeles Rams. Joe Namath. Oh, Joe Namath. Yeah. Joe Namath. Yes, Joe Namath. Yeah, Joe Namath. I, he looked I awful. He looked awful with the Rams. Shout, 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 got, shout, shout out, McTavish. He got he got benched. Titans yeah. of New York, baby. Yeah. Yep. Joe didn't, Joe was probably hitting did, the sauce pretty hard in '76. Didn't he get taught, Didn't he get benched for a young Vince Ferragamo? Yes, he got. Was it Ben Ben Salvarano or James Harris? So I can't remember. It was James Harris or, was it, or no? It wasn't a Pat Pat uh Pat Hayden. Pat, Pat Hayden. It oh, it might have been Pat Hayden. Absolutely, it might have been, been Pat Hayden. But he he didn't play. He only played a few games with the Rams. By the way, that was a he rinsed him pretty quick. Yeah, he listen, vodka is not a sports drink, and uh, you know things have changed in the league. <laughs> I want to kiss you. You also. You, you know, <laughs> You don't need the dude. You don't need the fur fur coat on the West Coast, man. That's uh, right. That's all. Well, Just killed his vibe. Yeah. Okay. Joe Namath. All right. So that's good. Bear, you have a few now, and I I know one of the answers. That the, I know the last one, I believe. So we'll see. What right. Here we go. So here is my first uh, Espinosa Day in Sports question. So we've got uh, one birthday and two questions. So here's Ooh. the here's the first one. In 1968. Okay, in 1968, um, where did I miss this? Okay, so in 1968, which was a pivotal year in civil rights, this first happened in the sport of tennis. Arthur Ashe won Wimbledon. Arthur Ashe won Australia. Australia. Oh, he won. He won one of the a major. Okay, so you got the guy right. It's Arthur Ashe. Nice. The, so Arthur Ashe became the first black oh, da- Davis Cup man <laughs> to uh, be uh, the number one tennis player in the world. Oh, look at that. Okay, good. Good job. So good. Well, you guys got Arthur Ashe. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Sport of Kings. All right, so, all right. So it's horse racing, by the way, it's Sport of Kings. Uh, <laughs> so in 1997, in 1997, okay. Sorry, John. Here's your baseball question. The Sox, shout out Boston. The Red Sox signed this player to a record contract at the time. So we just saw Shohei Otani get, you know, almost a billion dollars to play baseball. The Red Sox signed this player in 1997, a little over 20 years ago. Is this the, uh, no, this wouldn't be the $250 million contract. contract. This would be. Six years and 69 million, John. This was a record at the time. Six years and 69 million, 1997. This Red Sox, this the Red Sox signed this player to a record contract. Six years, 69 million dollars. Uh, Who was that player? Uh, is it, it's got to be a pitcher, right? Mm, I don't think so. Or not pitcher. 
Oof, that's a good one. Uh, 97. Uh, damn, my hatred of American League Baseball. Uh, you said six years, 69 million? It wasn't Johnny, Seriously? it wasn't Johnny Damon. Was it no more? No more's after that. No more's after that, yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, must be phone Noma. Good question. Wow, this is this was, this was Wade, Wade Boggs is too old at that point. Yeah, he was playing Tampa at the time. Yeah. It wasn't Mo Bond, was it? No, Mo uh, ninety eight was Wade Boggs. Okay. Well, what, what's, what's the your guess? Is that your guess? What's what? the position? Nah, it's gonna give it away. Nah. It's not Pedro, right? That's he's too young at that point. Pedro was still with Montreal, I think, at that point, too. You sure yeah. he didn't get come over in ninety seven? No. I think he came over a few years later. Wasn't he what on about where he came from, Bear? Still would give it away. That would give it okay. away even more. Fuck that. I don't know. I'll say Pedro. I'm going to go Mo Vaughn. Nielsen says, Pedro, you got Mo Vaughn. Hector? Hector, you got a... I said Johnny Damon, but that's not accurate. That's not... I don't think that's the right one. Yeah, that's 2000 and... That's 2001. Yeah. Oh, Shark? Oh, no, no. No, 2000... No, 2003. Excuse me. 2003. I have no idea. John, you got a guess? Brother, the only thing I know um, less about the music is baseball, so I, I, I don't even know I could name a player that was in the league in 96 and get it correct. Rich Gedman. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to Aaron Nielsen, man. It is Pedro Martinez, six years. Hey, oh, wow. Oh, good job. Wow. Okay, good job. Where did nice. Martinez trade from? Montreal. Uh, he Montreal. came from Montreal. He came from Montreal. That's why I said I would yeah. give it away. Yeah. And that's why I said I wouldn't say pitcher because I would have given it away too. Very good. I just did. I just didn't know Pedro was too young at that point. But yeah, right. It's a good. It's a good All contract right, so, for that time. Yeah. So born in so this is the last question, guys. So born in 1946. <laughs> we shift our attention to auto racing. Here you go, John. This is for you, buddy. Schumacher. We shift our attention to auto racing. <laughs> so nope. This racer won the F won the world F1 championship in 1972 and in 1974. And then he came and won the Indy 500 in 1989 and 1993. So 72 and 74, he was the F1 champion came over and won the Indy 500 in 1989. And did he drive the Johnny player special? Was it Mario Andretti? Nope. Uh, well, I thought my guess. Well, I don't want to was say. it be Jackie Stewart? Hey, I, have a, I have an answer for this one. Yeah, was Jackie Stewart? Yeah, I'm gonna guess Emerson Fittipaldi. Ooh, not in '70. No, I think that's too. No way. It's definitely Emerson. Emerson. Um, Because I because I'll tell you something. The 1989 Indianapolis 500. I was on a plane to California. Would he be 75 now? He's old. He was. Yeah, and I and I I was wait. I I was on the day of the Indy 500 race. I was on a plane to California. He he turned 77 this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, he was old when he went. Yeah, so I'm going with Emerson Fittipaldi on this one because I'm positive yeah. I was on that California flight. And went, I'm pretty sure you're right. I think it's Fittipaldi. Uh, Google says that Coop is right. 
Cooper's <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Emerson, it's Emerson Fittipaldi. Nice. The guy who drank orange juice uh, instead Brazil, of milk. Brazil, that was a big guy. Brazilian auto racer, world F1 champion, 72, legend. 74, Indy 5. Le- legend. Um, yeah, legend. legend. Uh, and that, 90, that 93 race, uh, I believe he had a great battle with Al Unser Jr. that year. In that '93 one, it was. A I, I went to the I went to 500 where he had a big battle with uh, Rick. Was it Mears? Rick Mears. Yeah, that might have been the Mears. You might be right. It was Mears that year. I always loved that car, that Johnny Player Special, that black. That was such a beautiful car. Yeah, but he was uh he was teammates with he was teammates with uh with Mears. That was a yep. he drove one of the Marlboro cars with Rick Mears. Uh, he was a Roger Penske. You know he lived uh, in Miami for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's a he is a tremendous. Uh, I mean, like I said, just a. Tre- I was a big fan of his. But I just remember being on the flight to California on, Mem- on Memorial Day weekend, and uh, you know, so I was I was positive that um, that it was that uh, was him, and that was also the year that Nigel Mansell in '93 came over from Formula One, and uh, he won the he won some points title, but he. Finished third in the Indianapolis 500 that year. I went uh, the two years I went to the 500, 91 and 92. Yeah. It was actually Ari Lyndak who finished second that year in 93. Those have been some good races to see live. Yeah. that After 94 is when things fell apart with Indy because that's when the split happened. <laughs> All right. All right. Good job, Bear. Good job, guys. Good so questions. That, that, that is our a lot of stuff today uh, in Espinoza this day in sports history. Of course, uh, smoke Espinoza, smoke Espinoza every bro. day. Bro. Bro. bro, bro, I'm literally doing right it now. And, and well, keeping that Lazona state of mind when you're doing it. <laughs> that's extra. That's not on the copy. That's not on the <laughs> so copy. Who's, <laughs> who's, up, who's up? Is, is, who, is who wants to go next? Who I wants to go? Barrier up. up, unless you want me to go. That's fine, Coop. Can you uh, do? I uh, my my screen share doesn't work very well. Do we, do we get any guesses before Bear reveals? And <clears throat> do we do we get any chances of guessing his number one? Um, we could. What do you mean? What do you need me to do, Bear? Is there a file I need to pull? Just pull. Yeah, just pull up a doc, and I'm going to give you. I'm going to read off the top ten. Okay, so let me let me go do that. Um, as we do that, just give me a second here. Uh, I did make a I did make a a, a stab at what Bears top ten would be. Share? We'll see if I get any of them. Who's sharing? Me or you? Can you share, please? I think you're sharing. No, I know, but but am I sharing now? Someone's sharing. Oh no, it's no one's it's, sharing. No, it's me. It's who's on first? Yeah, hang on. All right. Why is this? Oh, my screen just went back. <laughs> okay. Um, let me. Two years of this, Very, we still can't uh, still can't do a soon. Ben, uh, ben you might Ben, you might be a popsicle at this rate. <laughs> All right, so I'm turning into a warlock. I'm fucking warlock too right now. So I am just setting up. Gonna get one of those bear carcasses and make yourself a nice, uh, nice bear shawl. I did get the bear skin hoodie. The police that I saw that fucking ad for like eight hundred times. I finally bought one. And 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 it's great. Yeah, like it. Doesn't, doesn't have that bear you. funk? No. Tactical hoodie. It's got like 55,000 pockets that, for whatever reason. Nice. All right. yeah. Well, you got a place to put your your pistol and your backup pistol. 
Good point. <laughs> your throwdown pistol. Yeah. Your pistol, your throwdown pistol, flashlight. your ankle pistol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to have your uh, your New York uh, reload there. I don't yep. see anything there. That's that's all blank. I you call shenanigans. You don't see it? Yeah, we yeah, got yeah, it. Just you blank. It's blank. blank. Just a bl- there's a blank screen just coming. No, 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 no. We got it. I'm just making jokes. Don't, okay. John, John, don't, John, don't confuse him. We're having we're, we're gonna be yeah. a Give your balls yeah. tug. All right. <laughs> So what do we got, Bear? By the way, we're going to guess Bears first. Is that what the idea is? John is. Probably way off base. No, wait. Wait. If we got to start at 10, we'll wait till we get to it. I'm going to start at 10. All right. Start at 10. All right. Okay. All right. So at number 10, he can't accuse me of jinxing him this year. We have the Tatawahe 10th Bone Chasseur. Tuxla. Oh, wow. Very nice. We had, No one had Pete. No one's had Pete so far. So far. I so faith. far. That's a miss. Uh, I did not have that number 10 for you. Yep. All right. Good job, Bear. Number nine. The EP Carrillo. It's Confident. So again, everyone's kind of bumped down EP Carrillo. I had EP Carrillo in a in a number seven position, but I did not have that cigar for you. Yep. It's but I think when I think it makes sense based on what it's up against. So I'd say Tatawai a little bit of a surprise. I didn't see that one top ten. In fact, I I didn't have that cigar in the top on my list at all. EP no surprise there. I think everyone's this is a top ten cigar to the bank. I think we're, we're, we're really counting on that. Okay. All right. Here's my hot take. You right? You ready? Number eight, I have Mr. Rocky Patel. Okay. And AR? No. Oh, here's my hot take. The Grand Reserve 60, just for you, Cooper. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, not surprised. Not totally surprised by that one. Yeah, I love that cigar. Not in the sixty, but I love that cigar. Uh, not not totally surprised with that one. Yeah, thinking maybe they put a Gordo in there. Yeah, but but a little more surprised. Everyone else was looking at ALR, so it's somewhat of a surprise. I'll say it's, for me, it wasn't. I thought about it, but I didn't go with it. Just so you know, I didn't have. I didn't go out on a limb with it. But I think no surprise, right. Rocky Patel's in a top ten here. All right, number seven, the Monte Cristo. 1935 anniversary edition Diamante Churchill. I also look at the data too, John. Hot, hot, uh, spoiler alert. I do not have a Cuban Monte Cristo making my top 25. Ooh, I had a Monte Cristo for you, Cuban, as number 10, so I'm way off base. Okay, that's all for this. Has everyone. Has everyone had the Monty 35 in there so far or no? I don't think someone did. I don't think Ben did. What? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Or, okay, no, I didn't have, have I didn't have the 35. The I didn't think you had the 30. You had the money because you had the Cuban Monty in there. Correct. Yeah, that's why I thought that. Okay. Number six, with all respect to our panelist, Mr. Alfonso. Here's the here's the introduction of the comrade H Upman Magnum Magnum fifty four. 
Okay. So number five. Yeah, go ahead, Coop. I was gonna say Fuente and Padrone have got to be two of those slots, and Oliva's three of those slots. I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Well, if I get if I get your number one right, that's Albano gonna be great. Will be I'll do a four, Albano's will be the fourth slot, so it's that fifth slot that I'm curious about. Number five. Arturo Fuente, Hemingway, work of arts. Wow. Okay. Wow. Padrone. Impressed by your typing skills, Coop. The new keyboard making it a lot easier. <laughs> it's a brand new machine, yeah. It's all full of ashes. Looks well, I have it on the side for a reason. I don't want to get ashes on it. Yeah. <laughs> I have the dunk machine that has ashes all over it here. <laughs> so he, th there's one wild card spot. And I must say it's my fault is the wild card here. So Number four. I'm smoking the company, but not the cigar. Oliva, Siri V, Milano Toro. Everyone's going. That's what we've all been going with. What's the size they haven't it's had? Not, it's a, yeah, I think that's what we all. Yeah. 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 I think. It's a but, I, but none of us have made the saying. I don't think it gets a number one because Milano no already way. has a number one. Yeah. That's why they put it number one. Yep. Same thing with us. That's because they tend not to go with a different size. It's already been number one. How am I doing, John? Right, well, I've John. missed you. I've missed you across the board so far. So, so I'm saying Padrone, my father. He's got Padrone, my father. Who's the other one? He's got one. Here it is. Number three. Number three, making a return to the top five. Olmec, Claro, double Corona. Okay. Wow. Okay, so I did have that for you. I had that at a number nine. But I did have the uh, double the the double Corona. Nice. Good Wait, which one? Which charge you have there? No, double Corona. You're good. You're typing the right one. Okay. You think they'll go with the Claro with that one? Interesting, because they had both uh -huh. the Claro and the Maduro one, right? So he's got to go Padron then the My Father Anos. Yeah. Number two, Padron. 1964 anniversary series Diplomatico Maduro falling to number two. Well, it's got to be a my father at number one, then. Yeah, I'm going my father as well. There's no way I can't see any other cigar popping on here at this point. So, let me tell you. You guys keep dropping my father in here. Let me tell you my beef with my father making the top five or even the top cigar. So when they when they got the nineteen when they got the number one cigar of the year with the Libigeon nineteen twenty two box press torpedo, what a great cigar! It was the it was yeah. the number one cigar of the year, and then like three years prior it was the number like fifteen cigar of the year. Right, which just absolutely drove me fucking bonkers. Still does to this day. It's like the thorn in my side. I just don't understand. So, um. But what the fuck? Who gives a shit, right? Number one, my father, Lubeja, 1922, 100-ounce limited edition Corona Especial. Checks a lot of boxes. So I had that as your number two cigar, and I had the Padron 26 and number two as your number one cigar. I thought about it, man. The Diplomatico 
Maduro just seems like their bag. By the way, that's a yeah. great cigar. I mean, you know I'm a fan of that. I'm smoking the Corona Extra tonight, but yeah. Listen, you know you make a good cigar when everyone else in the industry smokes your cigars. That and, is a good sign that you and, make a good cigar. And two of us lit it up tonight, you know, just so you know. So you have Espinosa missing missing the list. I'm missing the top ten. Thank missing you. Missing the much. top ten. Okay. Couple. Yeah. So I had. I wait. I have it. I'll just be on. I'll, I'll when I get to. But Ben, you had it, right? No, you didn't. <clears throat> Nielsen had it, and John had it, though. Correct. I the so the, the three cigars that I struggled with, and you'll see that pop up in my list later on. But the three cigars I struggled with were the blackened was the blackened cigars. Uh, M81 and just really, really struggled with that. The Espinosa knuckle sandwich was also a struggle for me. Uh, but putting a second Cuban, I was thinking, you know, the second Cuban would be, but in there, but, but I, but I, I, I was conservative this year. I'm going to, I'm going to kick, I'm going to kick the comrades out of the top 10, except for that one, H. Chapman. I think it's going to be at least two. Minimum. In the which top 10, yeah. the day trader yeah. would. Which makes the H. Upman day trader now, and according to my, uh, our, the theory, the theorem, the formula, and the way that I sorted my list, now the day trader can't make the top 10 or the top 25, rather, because in H. Upman, I put the H. Upman Magnum in the top 10. Yep. Which the All day right. trader just scored extremely high in a recent issue. So I, I tell you, the foundation pick is not far fetched here. Um, I can see them doing exactly what they did here with that one. It checks a lot of boxes of what they like. That size, that that box press, AJ Fernandez. So I see it. That's good. That's list. it, gentlemen. Good job, Bear. That's a good job. Good list. Uh, the only other one I'm just I'm just shocked that you have one as well as SA, but we'll. They've been known that it's happened before too. So we'll see. That that's my hot take in the Rocky Patel yep. that the ALR missing. Yep. All right, uh, Hector, I'm going next. Yes, please. Okay. So I'm gonna just focus on my top ten. Um. Okay. So I I'll kind of go from the bottom. I'm telling you, this aging room doesn't miss the top ten. I'm telling you, it doesn't miss. I'm just that saying. Sonata is a fantastic cigar. I it really, is. really love it. I, it's I, fucking I, good. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, but I think aficionado like this cigar a lot too. Um, and then I took a Habanos. I, I, I think this may be a Romeo Julieta year, so I went to need the Oro. I think <clears throat> someone else has had that on their list. That um, is yeah. like a that that cigar ben. this year. From what I'm seeing, it's a um. It's a darling. Yeah. So yeah, it's I very, see. very, very, very possible. Yeah, I think it is possible. Um, I think this is Espinosa's year to make the top ten. They're due to do it. Um, as much as I thought, I did consider Foundation, and we'll talk about that a little later. Um, but I put I put Knuckle Sandwich in there, Hector. I think you have a great shot with it. Again, box press checks. You know, it checks those boxes. Um. You know, relation they have a, the relationships really strengthened with you guys. It's a very good cigar on top of things, so I could see this uh, this year making making the top ten. I don't think you have a top three yet, but but nonetheless, I think you guys will be happy with that. Um, the only reason why I have a little hesitant about the my father Le Bijou is the availability of that cigar. Um, 
So I don't know how much that cigar is getting harder and harder to find. So I'm a little, I'm not totally confident with that cigar. Um, and I know because I've been trying to buy some of these up. So yeah, so Coop, that you know, so I was going to bring that up. That that goes back to where I, where I don't like when they put a cigar like that in the number one slot because of the availability factor. I mean, they may do it, but I just don't. I mean, they're they're hard, like you said, they're harder and harder to find. If they put that number one, I mean, is that something they're going to release, re-release, or where? I don't know what their their plan would be. I I asked them at the trade show about it because I told them I, and they didn't rule out re-releasing the blend. They may call it something else, but they haven't ruled it out. But there's there was no immediate plans to do it. I, I don't think it's I think they can recreate that blend. It's just the, the, the it's because it has the Pelo de Oro. That's kind of what makes it limited. Well, I mean, regardless of the limited nature of it, the uh, the pricing of it is very, very approachable for a current yeah. market pricing. Like that's a cigar that could have easily come out at thirty dollars and would still have sold just as well. Yeah. I went a little higher with the Allegiance than everyone else, but I I just see as a it's a little competitive to not for for them to not make it. Uh, what was that? That was just someone's phone vibrating. Okay, so um, five was Padron. I the the forty eight was a TAA size that they made regular production. That one kind of gets a little overlooked. So I think it's maybe time for 26 uh, to get a little love this year. So I have it at number five. I went with the Diamante number four here. So I know they like that cigar too. Strong performer. Yep. Uh, I went with the Pyramid Extras for Habanos at three. Yeah. Uh, because I haven't seen a lot of torpedoes in this top 10. <laughs> so, and it's, it's, it's a, that's why I had it at number four because, um, it's a very strong, uh, that size within Cohiba is a very strong performing size. Um, 10 count dress box, uh, you know, it's, it's the kind of cigar that you could see showing up in the top four, top yeah. five for sure. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, like everyone else, I think Serial Milano Toro. Uh, why, you know, I think that's the real deal. I don't see, you know, you got to remember the EP Carrillo is coming out of that Oliva factory as well. And I don't see that one beating the Oliva. It would surprise me if it would beat out an Oliva. Kind of what happened with Cuba Aliados last year. You know, Cuba Aliados, I just don't see it beating it out. And then I, I jumped on the Hemingway. I think it was Hemingway here for work of art. So I went with that as number one. Your number one and number two are the same as mine. Our oh. list, Aaron, our lists are pretty close. I mean, there's several of these cigars that we have on the list. Yeah, uh, That's a solid list, really. I think when we get to the discussions of outside the top 10, and that's where I think there's more surprises. I think that's where it's going to be more competitive. And we talk about, and I have the two companies I've identified that are going to take the two slots that Aaron Loomis talked about this year. I, I believe I have those two companies. And one's going to be very controversial when, when you hear it. So I don't think anyone has one of these companies on there. All right. So that's my list here. Uh, so far, we have a, a Rocky L. We have a Rocky at number one, the ALR. We have um, a Fuente, Hemingway Work. Two of us has Fuente Work of Arts, Aaron and I. Uh, Bear has the um, 
the my father, and John has the Drew Estate black in it. So, what does Mister Warmth have planned? Now, <clears throat> I start off by saying that I looked at uh, John. You can tell uh, the beauty of being an analysis, uh, especially <laughs> in law enforcement, is that it's it's the only job in in law enforcement where it's just your opinion. Whether you're wrong or right, it's fine. I mean, you know, <laughs> the analyst is an analyst. So I looked at John's list, and John had the Figurados like me. John had six Figurados. I have seven. Uh, but I, as I'm looking at your list and some of the guys, you guys, I, I look at past trends, and this is why my list is a little different. Now, remember, you have my list. I, I emailed it to you, I think, yesterday or the day yeah. before. Yep. All right, so... I have my cigar of the year. Do you want me to my share that? Yeah, to... I, I want you to share it, but I want to lay down some stuff first yeah, as to how right. I put the list. I'll give me time to pull it up. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I can you share it because I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm, I, I'm not... I, I can do it. Just give me a minute to pull it up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just don't share it. Just find it. And first of all, we got to look at some of the trends. I think that CA has started to embrace the boutiques a little bit more. Yep. Uh, if you yep. look, uh, black and black works has a couple of cigars there. Cavalier. Cavalier has a cigar there. A uh, Caldwell again has a cigar there. A uh, Padilla. So I I think that that is uh that that shows a new direction. You know that shows something new there. Now I will tell you my number one cigar because it's uh, as he brings up my list. It's not in the order. I of, have it. I can bring it up right. whenever you're ready. All right. So this the only cigar that's accurate there. The one I think is going to be cigar of the year is the one I have for number one. So I have broken my list down into. The 10 cigars that I know are going to be on the list, then we'll go to the next section. Can you like segment that off so it'll be like the first 10 and then we'll yeah. go to the next one? All right. Yeah, just let me do that. So give me a minute here. Yeah. I just... So Boy, the, the suspense is killing me here. No, nah, mm -hmm. it's listen, it's I, I have a different perspective. I agree with you guys about the I look I have a my father in the list. I just I think an availability factor is, was, is the issue that with was the hundred. That was the one I had too. So was I went it? with another my father. Which I uh, almost want with that. I know which one you're talking about. All right. So this is this is the cigar I believe is going to be the cigar of the year. I think it's going to be the Fuente Untold Story in a Figurado. And the Figurado, I think, is going to set the tone for this list this year. Now, these from two all the way down to 25 are in no particular order. I think uh, the Flo Dominicana, the, the Knox gets in this year. Uh, you have I it think, yeah, I didn't have it as top ten, but I agree. No, I don't know, but this is not top ten. Remember, I I was under anywhere. the impression that was, that these are. Give me the ten cigars anywhere that are on the list. Anywhere on the list. Right. Okay, that's fine. So these are. I know. I think that'll be the cigar that represents four in the list this year. Uh, we're all in agreement on the Oliva V Millennial Toro. It seems we all have that one on our list. Yeah, yeah, that might uh, that might be the consistent lead pipe lock for everyone's right. list. Yep. I had the number five. My father number five. I and Hector, I could see them doing this. With the available, because like I said, I know this cigar has been hard to get. Like right. Alan had some, and I was lucky, and Jay had some. But honestly, everyone else, I tried getting this cigar because my my boss wanted this cigar, uh -huh. right? And I had trouble finding this cigar, so I'm just saying they may have had trouble sourcing this cigar at this point of the year in the fall. So, so I don't disagree so, with your pick. Yeah. So this is more of like my ten top ten lead pipes somewhere in the list. Yeah. Uh, the Padron number nineteen twenty six and number two in a Figurado. Yep. Uh, I think Alec Bradley will still be Alec Bradley this year. Uh, That's very surprising to me. Yeah. That I mean that 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 I think is uh is that'll shake up the list if Alec Bradley I think makes the list again. 
and makes the list high, I think that'll be that'll but be. But I don't like. I remember. Remember, this is not that I think it's going to hit number six. It's just yeah, yeah. it'll be on the list. Yeah. I think that the Tatuaje, the the Tux of the Figurado, will make the list. Another Figurado, okay. Uh, ALR, I think we all have ALR on our list as well. Not my top Stephanie. ten, but yeah. But um, not in my not in my top ten either. But we'll hit the li- we'll hit yeah. the list. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Every year, there's at least one Corona, at least one Lancero on the list. Okay. I think Blacken makes the list for sure. Like Blacken yep, makes yep, the list. Yep. And while I know you guys all like the Monte Cristo, the 1935, I think they go in another direction with the Trinidad Espiritu series number one Belly Coast. Another figure up. Listen, okay. I have that is, my top ten. So that's yeah, just you know. Ben had that. Bellicoso checks the box. All right, so you know Bellicoso, uh, you know it's it's not the 1935, which already has one cigar. It was already in the top ten, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't that cigar of the year one year? The Monte Cristo number two. Number two. Okay. Number two, yeah. All right, so let's go to my now. This is the next seven that I think are going to make the list, and there's going to be some stuff here that maybe. You know, maybe we'll see if you guys agree with me. You want to pull, pull them up? Yeah, just bring them up. Bring up the next seven. Okay. Uh, One more. One lineup more. There you go. Okay. I think that Casa Magna Colorado makes the list this year. Yeah. I do too. Uh, I agree. I, he's oh, sure. had, uh, he had a very good show last year. I mean, he started to get, you know, you started to hear more things about Casada again last year. I think Casada makes the list. Uh, Placencia, the Almaforte, Colorado, the Toro. I think that makes the list as well. I thought uh, it scored too low. That was the only reason why I, I, but I, that's a blend I could see them getting behind. And that's a really good, that Eduardo one is a great cigar, by the way. I know, Ben, you, I think you've smoked that one, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This a is lot. a great cigar. The only thing I was surprised it got a 91 because it was a good cigar. But, but that, I, like I said, I always throw away that 91 or that first, that first number. Yeah. It's that second yeah. number you're worried yeah. about. Uh, the Olmec after it, the Olmec did really well. Uh, and I really, and I think I can't remember who just had the Claro on their list, Fair. but I lo- I Fair love the Claro. Good. I think, yeah. I, and the Claro, the the Claro was kind of the inspiration for the Nimer Cielago because yeah. I love that Claro wrapper. So we went there. Uh, I think Altus gets another cigar in the in the list with the Aging Room, the Sonata Maestro, and a Figurado. Uh, I think one of you guys mentioned the Don Carlos Robusto is on your list, maybe not in your top ten. Uh, I have a so I have a second point in there. Yep, I can see that. Yep, and then I have your Ashton with my La La Roma de Cuba, mi amor Duque made it. That's made it for me. So then uh, AJ's and they love New World. They 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 love New World. uh, New World of Squirrel Double Corona. I think they will see these seventeen cigars on the list. Now here's where the list gets here's where the list gets a little fun. Now remember, we got to have Connecticut's on this list. I haven't heard a single person talk about Connecticut yet. So these are, I think you're going to have three Connecticut's. Go, you can go down. You can go down. Okay, yeah. I think you're going to have three Connecticut's I, on the list. While everybody's, just, you, there's a pick that you just shocked me on is one of these. That's why. All right. So while everybody is, I know everybody likes the, the knuckle sandwich Maduro, but that cigar came out last year. Right. You know, and even though it was reviewed later on, it, this is, this, this cigar, I think, checks a lot of boxes for that. Box press, Connecticut. Yep. You know, it's and it's a good yeah. cigar. It's a really, it's a really, and they there will be some Connecticut's on this list. And while everybody's talking about the other EP Carrillos, the Allegiance, and the Pledge, I think you've already seen those on the list in the last couple of years. Have you seen the new wave Connecticut on any of the lists? Never made the list before. Never made the list before, but how That's did it? True. 
but it scored very well. It's a good cigar. And it's and it checks some boxes. It checks some boxes. Connecticut, EP Carrillo, uh, uh, one of the one of the the Godfather of boutique cigars. I think it's I think yeah. it's a it's it, it's what I would assume. It's what I'm, it's an assumption of mine. And then Hoya the Nicaragua, which has done very well on the list in the last couple of years. Like Aaron yeah. said, six years in a row it's been on. I didn't realize that yeah. until he yeah. pulled that stat up. Yeah. All right, so I have that as the uh, as those those are my twenty. Those are the top. Now we're gonna go and now we're gonna have a little fun. I don't smoke Cubans, so I put some Cuban, <laughs> another Cuban, and add another Cuban. <laughs> so there'll there'll be three Cubans. You throw you pick a dartboard and throw it at whatever three of those those will be the ones that are on there. Now this is where we're gonna fill the last two couple of spots, and I think I might have taken some of Coop's Thunder with these. Go down a little bit. But it's interesting how you and I both taught two companies. Yep. So we're gonna do rock paper. We don't, we gonna, don't we don't agree on these. You see, no. But we're that, gonna do we're gonna do rock paper scissors on these three. I think you're gonna get one of these three. And listen, uh, Warp because he is a, he's he's done very well on the list. Uh, he's a, a a boutique cigar, uh, you know, and 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 he's he's got he's got some time there. Dion, who is always on the list, or you know, oh, does makes really good cigars, and you know, and and another. Another boutique guy, and the new kid on the block, who you know, listen, he did very well last year. He was all over the place last Mexican year. Rapper. Last Mexican rapper, all right? So I think you you play rock paper scissors here. One of these three gets in, and then just for a little suspense and to have a little fun, go down. You can go down a little bit. We're gonna coin flip here for twenty five, mm. and you can take one of these two, gentlemen. Um. When I get to, I'm gonna kind of put some stuff up in a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't disagree with these. I right. love and, that. I love. The, I love the Oscar pick and, and gonna make the top twenty five. They liked it. I think it's it. Uh, I, a there's a the long boxes. There's a long history well, there. Listen, it's a nice a long history. It's, listen, it's a all, good story. Yeah, it's a really good story. He's a. It's a good. Fa- you know, he's the son of a. Oh, he's the son coming, bringing back, you know, coming back into the business. I think it's a third plus the cigar is good. It's a yeah. good cigar. Uh, Foreign Affair, I, I as for his brand, that's not the cigar that I, I the cigar that I liked from his brand, I don't think made the list. Uh, it was the one from the show uh, this uh, year. Maria, Maria Lucia. Yeah, Maria Lucia is the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. a better, and I'm surprised because that checks more sufficient boxes than the foreign affair. It's, but foreign, it's, it's but foreign superior, affair, it's a superior cigar. Yeah, superior. but foreign yeah. affair rated well across all the tolas. Yeah, you know, and and Luciano, whatever has happened during the last year or whatever with him and them. Uh, there is, you know, there he's is got a some, relation. He's got a relationship got, with aficionado. No, not just not just that. There's a lot of word of mouth, and you know, and and yeah. and, and his cigars out there. Yeah, I mean, so, Foreign Affair wasn't a bad cigar. I thought um, I like the Corona size, um, hmm. I, but but yeah, I I could see it. I can absolutely see that being the. And I just and can't. Now, I can't see. I can't see the Reynaldo, the Singulara, and the West Tampa on the list. I no. can see one of those. Yeah, and then I can't see both Osner and Family on yeah. there, but I can see one of them. Yeah. And that's my list for top 25. Nice. Um, excellent, Hector. Good job by everybody. Um, what I want to do, uh, we're gonna get into some more talk on just some dark horses and stuff. I know Hector's already started that conversation, but uh I, we just gotta do one more segment, Bear and I. Uh, which is the great things are happening here segment. Um, so let me kind of mention, of course, uh 
Uh, this is our great things are happening here segment uh, brought to you by Tobacco Lura USA, makers of iconic brands such as Monte Cristo, Romeo Julieta, H. Upman, and Eating Room Cigars. Tobacco Lura USA, great things are happening here. So, uh, Bear, do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Do you share the story? I'll go first. Uh, absolutely. Let me do that. Yep. So, um, and for folks who don't know this segment, um, this is a segment that we um, basically, what we do is Bear and I, uh, we, with all the bad things happening in the world, uh, Bear and I will actually pick uh, some good, some good stories that are happening. So uh, I think Bear, you have a pretty interesting one. Good. Yeah. Uh, this week, feel good stories. And by the way, this segment is continuing into 2024. So I'm very happy to announce we, we we're continuing all these segments, uh, which is good uh, as, as we start the year. So let me share. Um, and Bear, I'll let you kind of take uh, center stage here. And uh, by the way, we're, we're getting people out at a reasonable hour on this show tonight, too. I'm pretty happy. Thanks. Loomis really saved a lot of work. So, <laughs> All right. So there you go, Bear. So what I so, I mean, everyone knows I'm the resident historian on the show, and I love a good history story. And I love I always I use the term that I'm an amateur historian because I don't know. I don't hold any degrees. Um, I've guest lectured in college. Fun fact. Um, but I don't hold uh, I don't hold any degrees or anything. So, but I, but I love the term amateur historian. And so, when I see stories about amateur historians, I naturally gravitate towards it. So, true under true underdog story here: a group of amateurs used historical material to locate the buried remains of Collie West, uh, West Palace, which was actually owned by the grandmother of Henry the Eighth. Yes, that Henry the Eighth. Oh, really? I'm Henry VIII. I am, yes. Margaret Beaufort uh, owned the palace of the Collie Weston Palace. So in English, uh, just uh, in the English Shire known as Northampton, it's uh, a, a local historical society uh, that had been searching for the remains of this palace for the, the past, like, almost near decade, right? So they get they got together. They you know they crunched some numbers, just like uh, their, our good friend John McTavish, and they uh, they got together and um, – and uh, and uncovered some of the site. So Collie Weston Manor was was listed as a historical site by the you know by the English government back in '67, but the only evidence existed that existed were like the fish ponds and a barn on the property. So uh, obviously they knew where the palace was at one point, but that 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 was the only thing that remained on it. So um, so the palace by by 1650 was actually put was really put into disarray. It was brought so. Uh, and it was actually bought by a Dutch family. Fun fact. And uh, so the historical society raised about, you know, a few thousand pounds. So roughly about 20 grand, essentially, in grant money and uh, foraged uh, for and excavated a couple of different sites until they actually found they used some radar scans and stuff like that. And until they actually found the remains of Kali Weston Palace, which is pretty cool. Um, so you can check it out on the story. Really cool deal. Um, I love it, man. I mean, they found they found some old pavers and old stones uh, of where the palace actually was at one point. So it's, it's a pretty cool story. Uh, you know, it's you know, I, you know, I happened to travel to Great Britain, you know, this past year, and uh, and and what I, the one thing that I've note, noted is just how fucking old everything is. Like everything in this country, like like, have you not been to Boston? Like everything in this country. Like, so no so okay so great point thank you thank you Hector okay so yeah you've been to Boston right so everything goes back to the 1700s 1800s okay so let me give you an idea of something so I climbed uh, 
I climbed 276 steps of the up the William Wallace Monument in Scotland. That's a treacherous trek. Uh, um, you know, I I'm not sure how I made it alive, but I did because I'm here today. So 276 steps up the William Wallace Mon- Monument. The William Wallace Monument is considered brand new in Scotland. It was erected in 1845. So everything else is like I mean, uh, like are we visited a church and actually uh, attended a church service that was built in the 1500s? Uh, we visited a chapel at Stirling Castle that is over a thousand years old. Um, so, I mean, this is some pretty old stuff. So the fact that, you know, this was in the 1500s and that there was no remains of it. And the local historical society was able to uncover parts of it. It was just pretty cool to me. So I love preserving history. I think it's one of the most important obligations for us as a society to do. And I think it's a lot of it's taken for granted, particularly in this country, because a lot of things just aren't old, uh, you know, unless you go to Boston, Philadelphia, you know, this just, just, just doesn't exist anymore. Like, uh, I mean, one of my fun facts about Wall Street is the reason it's called Wall Street is because there was actually a wall. There's no more wall. It's gone and it's gone in less than 250 years after it was erected. So like, those are the things I love about history and uncovering archeological, archeological history is it's not just reserved for dinosaur bones and fossils and things like that. You get to find real things that real people lived in. Um, And so that was my, uh, my uh, good things are happening here. A story for the week. So uh, thanks. Well done. Thank you, yes, sir. sir. Shout out! Shout out to the Canadian. Who, so, what is the what is the what is the relationship? What's the relationship again? Explain this to our audience. What relationship does the uh, the country of Canada or even the province of Alberta, where you reside, to the country of England still? Uh, so, we are one of the Commonwealth nations, which means that uh, technically the crown of england is is technically the uh parliamentary power above us in in our structure but uh that hasn't that's been sort of a um an honorific thing uh really since since uh world war ii um which is really the dividing line where canada sort of decided uh legislatively that we're going to make our own rules uh we're going to I have full control over our military uh, and sort of from that point on, Canada has been uh, for all intents and purposes, although we're a Commonwealth nation uh, and technically England, you know, is the sovereign that is at the top of our legislative. It doesn't work like that in reality. You know, there's, there's nothing that uh, England, it's all um, for better, for better or worse. It's just all for show. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't actually have a true say in in laws it's all uh it's all just for um for uh for show pageantry, pageantry. yeah so we have yeah, an official crown representative go ahead we try to get y'all to do that 200 years before that but you know you had to be obstinate we're just very gentle about it you know we just kind of let history take its course uh the only time we had any kind of violent upheaval was when our friends to the south uh decided to poke the bear uh, you know, that's really the only, uh, the only that's time. The that... second time that mortar metaphors come up tonight. I just want to point that out. Well, poking the bear. Well, poking we're both, we're, we're bear pokers, you know, it's yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah we mean, did. Uh, we did attack. You're like it uh, should be Quebec, angry. So. I mean, I mean, push, what would you do to push every chase? I mean, uh, <laughs> guy falls off the stage and bear hopes he breaks his neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very Christian. It would put it. It would put everyone out of their misery, Hector. I'm just saying. <laughs> you man. hope he broke his neck. I couldn't believe it. Listen, I just you up. Not only did I see Christmas Vacation, I watched Funny Farm before. I mean, I got it. Nice. You know, oh, I doubled you know. up. Oh, man, you you know, watch interesting the other night. Pal play is pretty good too. Great show. You know, Fletch, uh, bear, if you want some, in- bear, if you want some interesting uh, Wikipedia, you can look up the position of Governor General for Canada. Um, it's it's going to be like sixteen pages of explaining how the Governor General. Uh, works within sort of Canadian government. Um, it's it's complicated, but at the end of the day, like I said, it's 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 an honorary position. Yep. Nice. That's fascinating. Yeah. All right. Let me go to mine so we get to so wrap up some of the uh, aficionado talks. There's a bunch more stuff I still want to cover. Uh, rapid fire. All right. All so right. my my story comes from the great state of Florida. Um, and uh, a 96 year old woman has made the Guinness Book of World Records. Which I guess it's still a thing to get his book of world records. Um, so uh, the woman's name. Oh my I god, I've I've seen her OnlyFans page. Oh, I'm sorry, of course, go ahead. Of course wow. you did. Wow, Jesus! <laughs> oh, I thought that was what's her name yes. from the other front. Yes, the my Chevy girl. Chase com- my Chevy Chase comment is the was the over the line. Okay, could cool. You, great. Could you guys, could you guys, okay, like this is supposed to be good news here. Uh, a woman's name is Jane Jane Rhodes Martin. Uh, she is 96 years old. And uh, she set the record for being the oldest scuba diver. And that was confirmed by the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, She started diving. What did she go down on? I mean, what did she go down in? I'm sorry. Hector. Hector. Hector, stop it. Hector, this will be the good news segment. (laughs) Can I finish this, please? Stop, (laughs) man. Please Uh, finish. Oh, my God. She. On behalf of the, I apologize to Miss Martin. Uh, she started scuba diving at age 55 when she retired with her husband. She's been scuba diving ever since. Uh, uh-huh. She uh, still swims 25 laps. Um, and um, she actually was certified by the Guinness Book of World Records as the oldest female scuba diver. Um, and she has a goal. Uh, she's actually trying to get uh, on a flight into space. Uh, they've entered her, like her family's entered her in. So oh. uh, she's hoping that that will happen, but there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. So she said she's going to continue to scuba dive in the meantime. Oh my God. That's impressive. 95 years old and scuba diving. Yeah, I, I would well, not. I, I, I'm 56 and I've never scuba dived, just so you know. Um, so there you just go. Make sure the boat doesn't leave without you. That's the trick. Make sure yeah. to get on the boat. Do not be left without the boat. Yeah. All right. Um, that was a great things are happening here segment. Uh, and uh, the commentary by one Hector Alfonso, of course. Sorry, no, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just, I almost said, would that make her husband the oldest diver as well? But I'm just gonna go ahead. Oh, Thirty old man. Tourette's is a bitch. Well, going to space will be no problem. She'll be able to shit in the bag, no problem. All right. Um, let me pull wow. up my screen. I just want to pull up, and then I have some rapid fires we can go through. But I just want to kind of add on to what Hector said because uh, I did also look Wait, at which some... part. Oh, uh, the, the 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 CA, <laughs> please. All right. Um. So, 
I'm going to tell you what my I actually had three companies. Be, with, here's the thing. I had three company slots because and Aaron, I think everyone's been right on with the two company slots. But I had three making the list that were a surprise because of the I had Alec Bradley out this year. So Osgener was one. Yep. And then you guys are not going to like this one, but I'm telling oh, you, El Septimo. Uh, I don't know if I'm it. not going to like it. Or not. I don't so, know. I think so, they have a shot to make it. I think it'll be a low 23 to 25, but they're going to be on this list. So just talking about the El Septimo for a second, I think Aaron had a really good point earlier about, um, you know, typically the way that CA works is that uh, you kind of need to do your reps. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be, it would, it would be a surprise for me to see them on the list this year. Um, but to see them in the, uh, t- you know, eligible for the list, I think next year is one of the things that I could see them in, in conversation of actually landing the list. But I think, you know, they have to be sort of eligible for the list one year and then it'll be the next year that they would typically make it. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the other one I had is Viva La Vida. They love Viva La Vida. There's a re- long relationship with these guys. Uh, El Popo was a was a very much a profile release on, on their site. I mean, on the CA magazine, so I have them making it as well. Yeah, that's uh, one of my two dark horses. Is that yeah. one? So yeah. I I took a picture of that cigar for you guys the other day when I was smoking it. Um, I I bought them because I was like, okay, I hadn't heard of it, and it was rated so high. So I'm like, I got to see what all the fuss. I'm, I'm telling you that just my own personal opinion. <laughs> That cigar is not top 25 worthy. I mean, to me, it's not a very good cigar. It's okay. Um, but it was it was overpriced, I thought. But I mean, I got nothing was, against those guys. I thought that price point was pretty high. They were going. Let me show you something really quick since we're oh, never mind. Um, I'll do it in a second. I had um three cigars um that I companies that I highlighted in a red that are my dark horses that if you look at that, I've got the El Popo. I've got don't. I'm telling you, Oscar. Uh, I was close to putting Oscar in. Uh, I, I saw, him, saw him talking at uh, PCA. I just have a feeling he's due one of these times to make this top twenty-five. They like that 2012, that Sumatra. Um, and then we talked about that Padilla. I I, I just think that. From years past, when he's had a high, a, a relatively high score, um, he's found his way on the list. So those are kind of my three dark horses um, for who I looked at, knowing that we had that segment. So we'll see. Nice, nice. Uh, anyone else want to share dark horses? And then I'm gonna what I'm gonna do after the dark horses. I'm gonna read some companies. You tell me if they're in or out off the list. Like, so, yeah, so the my, top twenty-five. Yep. I, the other dark horse that I have was actually I can't believe it, but uh, the Caldwell Long Live the Long Live the Queen Aces of Hearts. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Man. So, so not no, only is that no. a, a dark horse, I have that on my on my list. Well, they rated it high. Was like ninety-four, ninety-five. They, they rated like five different Vitolas. So, I think that was a sign right. that they're looking at it pretty seriously. Yeah. I think it's on the that's, list this year. Yeah. That's got to be do. painful for you, Ben. I know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so here, Coop, I also I also had the Osgener, uh in the B fifty five, the Bosphorus in the B fifty five. That was the one horse. I had. Yeah, that was the one I had. And 
And then I don't think this has been mentioned yet, but I actually think there's an outside chance that Black Label makes it on with the Santa Muerte. And I, you know what? It I checks love, a box. It that. checks a box in a Lancero, by the way. Yeah. That was one of the companies I was going to ask. So, yeah. He's, he's been... He's been banging on the door. I I have him. I have him just missing the top twenty-five this year. Um, but I would that would that would really please me. Uh, I would love to see James make this list. He's yeah, been banging too. on the door for a couple yeah. of years. So like to John to John's point about people who've been putting in their reps, his cigars rate high. Uh, it's cigar aficionado. They like his stuff, and he's been banging on that door for a while. I think it's. I think it, this could be the year. I I didn't put him in my personal top twenty-five. I, I just had him missing. I, I had a, a couple of other. I think it's so. I think boss first knocks. Yeah, I've yeah, got the Petit Lancero specifically as the I one. The, yep. I essentially had it as my 26th cigar, but like, um, but I have the Bosphorus knock it out just because of that longstanding relationship that we were talking about earlier. So the Bosphorus knocking out the black the black label, unfortunately. But here's my number 25 cigar, guys. I think it's I think it's a lock I, in the top 25. I think it's a lock at the number 25 spot. Ferriotego Sumo Suma Corona mm. Gorda. That, that cigar is freaking awesome. It's so good. Don't count it out. That relationship, I think, has gotten better with Ferry Ortego uh, from, you know, the whole thing a few years ago. Uh, I would not count that one out either. Uh, Corona Gorda, 92 score. Yeah. That's my number 25 cigar of the year, yeah. Ferry Ortego. Because uh, remember when remember when Nick burst onto the scene with the El Wave and say that was it? He was the number 25 cigar yep. that year. Yep. And it, all right. Any other dark horses? Because then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through some companies and you tell me if they're in or out. And if they're in, I want to kind of know which cigar you think is in. I know we talked about a few of these. Already, I, also so. had, I also had the El Pulpo in my top 25. I have uh, it in the number 18 spot. Oh. I could, that's about right. I think that's about where it's going to be. Oh. Oh, oh, oh god that's gonna be that's my uh that's my... i fucking hate it too aaron aaron i don't like it either i i don't like i've ne- i've never liked any of their cigars with all respect to them they they make they're very popular and people love their stuff i've just they're not, never and, and made what, they are good guys they are really good guys you almost but I, yeah no i no, they are really good El guys Popo just is like, much I, better I, than viva la vida it's a much better cigar it's not top 25 i agree but it's gonna make I it. still i still didn't enjoy it I yeah. still didn't like it. I just, I, I don't know. I don't, it, you know, some people just don't make cigars that just don't hit my palate. You know, Hector makes cigars that hit my palate, like almost, like almost every fucking time. Yeah. Like there's just people that like, there's just flavor that I gravitate towards. And yeah. Yeah. and it's interesting, right? Because Viva La Vida is made at AJ Fernandez and Hector works with AJ a lot. And, it, but Hector's stuff just smokes better in my opinion. Yeah. Well, it's the better. same with like me and Caldwell. There's nothing I like that he makes. Yeah. It's just <laughs> not for me. It's just you know. But wasn't I the, like I like Caldwell stuff. I like his stuff. So the Viva La Vida wasn't that and, made in two different factories originally. Was it there one? Did they make it somewhere else before AJ? I thought it was always AJ. Maybe it was. I don't I know. It was always AJ. I yeah. So here, here's another. It's not, it's not a dark horse, but it's a hot take. I have the Opus X making the top twenty-five list, but not getting out of the top, out of the bottom, out of the bottom five. I have it at number. I don't think it's in the top ten this year. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um. All right. I'm. What I'm going to do is some of these are going to be companies, some of these are going to be brands, and some of these are going to be specific cigars. And you'll see where I'm going with this. You tell me if they're in or out. 
and a couple of people I know may have already said this, but that's okay. So let me start off with AJ Fernandez. Cigars coming directly from AJ Fernandez, in or out? I know Hector, I, you had an in. Yeah, I, I have him in, in, and I have uh, at least one or two that he's making in. In yeah. for sure, they love that. That's why I'm on one sold by AJ Fernandez cigars is the one. Yes. So, yeah. All right, yeah, I have one of in it. Well, it doesn't matter whether he's it's his or he's going to take credit for it anyway. So it's just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I I see him in this year. They I love him, I, point, I, Hector, I, they love the new world. I mean, that thing's the they end. love the new world. Yeah, they love the new world. The new uh, and, uh, and you know what you know who else uh, loves the new world? Retailers love the new world. I think uh, he's no. out. I think he's out. I have him as an out, by the way. That's an out for for me. They do have New World Dorado Corona in there. It may have a shot. I like the Dorado. It's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not average. It's not average. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slightly above average. Kinda. Kinda is. The six point one five seven yeah, three four. That's six point one five. No, that's really good, Hector. I was gonna put it as like a six one five. Yeah. So does anyone? What's have the what's out? the rebuy? What's the rebuy threshold, John? It's six point three five for you, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, uh, just, yeah, I'm I'm becoming a snob. Yeah, yeah. it's gotta be above that six three. Does anyone have them out? Does anyone have them out, AJ? Because I'm the only one who has them out. I think you're the only one who has them out. Okay, I have them as an out this year. All right, this is a Frankie. Cigar. Frankie Santos will be calling you tomorrow. <laughs> of course maybe one time I get a call yeah so alright <laughs> so that's fire right. well, I mean it, it's not him personally but I get the funny thing is I get the, the the calls I get from people I don't hear from all year or when I do my list or I talk about this list so <laughs> so my phone blows up alright this is a cigar H. Upman the banker day trader well it's a Goro oh. I, it's I have it out. I have it out. I have I have I have the Magnum fifty four making the list, so I have yeah. to make it out. Yeah. But that that was a really good. That's a, it's actually a really good cigar, by the way. It did well. It got it's an eighty nine really with me. Uh, I want to smoke. I want to smoke the sixty with this one. You need to smoke the sixty, Coop. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I didn't. I didn't have. I, it. Why am I recommending a Gordo to you? What the well, hell is wrong with you? I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good blend. Actually, I thought it was an. Uh, I think they did a it's nice a good job. With it. Yeah. All right. This one got a 91. Does anyone have mint? Did anyone have mint or no? I don't. The day trader, no. no. Okay. All right. I, I mean, there's only any... so many spots, man. All right. No. I don't think anyone had this one in, but I'm kind of wondering. It got a 91. Henry Clay Warhawk Churchill. No. No, no I think I have another general cigar in there. Yeah. All right. So we talked I've, about I've, Black I've, Label. I've... Yeah. We talked about Black Label, right? So yeah. uh, we don't need to kind of do that. Uh, I want. I want to be wrong on and that's so bad. And when I am, I will, I will, I will write James an email myself and apologize. I, 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 I want him to make it. I just, yeah. I, as I was constructing my list yeah. and looking at the slots and stuff, I just had him out. Yeah. I, as right. do I. I, I'd love to see him in the list too. But the thing is, you just have to look at if, if they go, listen, if, 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 if the, those three boutiques that I talked about, none of those get in, I could see him going in there. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's more than worthy. Yeah. All right. Um, so these are a couple small brands. I don't know if anyone had these in, but you could say it. Well, let's go Inner Circle by Cabrillo Janeiro Figurado. Uh, out. not not yet. I mean, it's like you said, oh, they yeah. got to make, they got to earn their yeah. beans. But I think it's great that they got reviewed, and yeah. I think it's great yes. that they got a rating. I think yeah, that's, that's I good think, for them. I think they needed a ninety-two to be considered even too. So yeah, I got ninety-one. Uh, we talked about this cigar, Crown Heads La Pizzeria, uh Senadores, which is a Toro, got a ninety-one. Oh, I think. I just think you either have one or the other. 
You have yeah, a, you know, you're gonna, you have an Oscar. I don't, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, with Hector. I don't, I don't think there's room for it. There's just not I, room. Yeah, I listen. I, I, I didn't it's so not either. like he's doing a top thirty list. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Coravari, Buenaventura, ninety-one. The mystery oh, continues. It's made the, it's made, it's made the list before. It has made the list before. Right. But I, list I, before. I have them. I have them missing. Yeah. I have, yeah, them, so missing. I. I have them missing too. I don't have mana. Uh, I'll put Davidoff and I'll include Camacho in there. I don't. I didn't. I don't no. have him in this year. I don't so have, I really special. struggled because because yeah. I I just couldn't see them missing the list. So I actually have them on the bubble. I did too, John. Uh, I looked at the rating of it because I think it I think it was one of those that came out end of year last last year. Somehow it 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 kind of was a side and it was it was rated really high in the size that. Fit so I had it on my top twenty-five bubble. Oh, excuse me. Oh, shit. No, no. Okay, we talked about El Septimo. No one had that, right? But me. No, just you. Oh. Uh, Epic Abano, Lancero. Epic. Hey, listen, I mean, he could he could pull a sublime here. I mean, it just it, it I, could I, be. I actually was wondering if he's got like a dark one, dark horse for him. I mean, it's it, you, you. You'd be hard pressed to find a nicer guy. Than Dean Parsons, yeah. So I mean, it would be it would be great for him, a great story for him, and a, and a great moment for him. Epic also checks the Nat Seiko box. Nat Seiko makes a list. Uh, that that was one thing that Aaron had put on there, but I'm willing to bet that Nat Seiko's probably made the list probably five out of the last ten years. It's up there and a consistent player. Nat Seiko didn't have anything in the qualifier, yeah, this year other than other than Epic. I, so I, Epic I, checks the Nat Seiko box. I got a question for the panel. I know that that uh, Hector had it on there. Am I the only one that maybe thinks that Luzioni doesn't make the 20, top twenty-five? I know it's a staple, but I have a missing. I have a missing. I I have them on the bubble. I think I think there's a real possibility they could miss this year. Both cigars I, I, didn't. I think that he missed. That was one I left off my top twenty-five. Um, I just for some reason think that he misses this year. I, I oh. think so too. I had it as a miss as well, but he hasn't missed a lot. But right, but yeah, yeah, but I haven't missing. I do too, but just because it's such a strong year for yeah. so many other cigars. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now this one, I don't think anyone has a shot of it getting right. So I think all of us don't have this cigar. But does it have a shot? Murcielago Churchill scored a ninety-two. It's no. listen. I I thought about that. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I, just, I thought about it too. I did think. I about thought that. about it too, and uh, because. Checks the box. It's, it, it checks boxes. It's a Churchill. It's Mexican wrapper. They it, it's it's it reviewed really well. But you know how many Mexicans are you going to have in the list? Plus another thing, how many you got to have a couple of Hondurans? There was I'm looking at the list from last year, and there was only let's see, this one was made. There was only one cigar made from Honduras last year that made the top twenty five. Yeah, yeah, and that was JRE. Does JRE make the list again this year? They have they have one, one eligible. Of, yeah, they have one eligible. Uh, they so, have the uh, Aladino twenty twenty right. limited. Edition. I mean, there's a, there's going to be at least one cigar from Honduras, at least just, one. Just just to go back to the Mercier Lago comment, like, I mean, first of all, what a coup that would be for you, Hector, to get two cigars in the top twenty five. Oh yeah, no, but oh, I don't no think they, I don't think they get Knuckle two. I think it's one, I think then, it could replace it. It was my question, but, I, but it, I'm with I'm with Hector. Then the Connecticut, then the Knuckle Sandwich Connecticut's going to make the top twenty five. Um, I have it in the the mid teens. See, I thought it scored too low. That was the reason ninety one. I I counted all the ninety ones out. All right. So let me while while you're doing this, I'm going to look back through last year's. 
If I look okay. back through last year's list. Oh, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. You're good. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. I'll, okay, I'll find so, the... so next one, we talk about Ferry Otego. Uh, Grand Habano, 20th anniversary, that a 92. Your favorite, Coop. Nothing would make uh, me look, happier. Look, I'd be thrilled if he got on the list. Just not my profile. That's about not. It's it's not anything. It's a cigar that doesn't fit my profile. That's the only problem with that cigar. I'd love. For I don't have it making the list, but I love George, so that would be fucking great. I would but love to. I, I mean, he's a guy I would love to see make the list. To be honest with you, um, and then this other one, I don't think makes the list. I doubt anyone had it, but it scored a ninety-three. The Great Griff Chateau Grand Cru. No. No. No way. One. All right. I'm going to skip the Habanos. Does HVC Hotcake Golden Line make it with the Connecticut's at night? They had two at night. I think this is his first time being rated, correct? Second. He's Second. been rated. He's been rated before. Before, two, yes. Dude, two years ago, a, he scored another he scored 91. A, another great story. Another Dean Parsons type story. Another yeah. great guy that people like. I mean, a young and upcoming guy, you know, really charismatic. You know, he's, he's, and he was working with good tobacco. He was using Arganosa tobacco. I just, how many spots do we have for, for feel good stories? That's the I, problem. I, I think nine, and they, there were two 91s. And I think, again, I'm thinking they may not go back to the 91s. Don't know that for sure. This is my theory with the amount of cigars on this list. All right. This is so off topic, but I'm going to throw this out there to the to panel. Who makes it? Who gets a number one cigar first, Rocky or Pete? Rocky. 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 I, I mean, it's, it's a, yeah. Who's, I mean, I who's, they both deserve it at some point or another. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah, a knock on yeah. Pete. Uh, Pete wouldn't be mad at me for saying that. That's why I don't jinx him. Either. Nice. Next, next five years, next five years, they both yeah. get a number one. Yeah. All right. We talked about Luzioni, right? So we think we talked about that one. JC Newman with the Diamond Crown Julius Caesar Robusto and the El Baton Double Torpedo. There were two ninety ones. I think they miss. I have them as a miss. Yeah. I have them as a miss this year. Yeah. Uh, I have Hoya missing. I think we talked about Hoya already, right? Hector made the point on that one. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 Hoya I, Hoya. I have Hoya Mika. Yeah. I, I, I think just because of the nature of, again, like the list, <clears throat> the available slots, as Aaron pointed out, is so finite <laughs> that if, if Drew makes the list, Hoya does not make the list. If Hoya makes the list, Drew does not make the list. I that's don't. I, there's just not I, enough I slots think, for both of them. I agree. I think, but I think Hoya makes the list this year. With Hoya's the been hot, man. Hoya's been hot with the Connecticut. I think that Connecticut yeah. Bellicoso is the one that has a shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we said Aladino. Does anyone have Aladino making the list? Uh, somebody. So you made I a good mentioned point about a Honduras because there's not a lot of Honduran cigars. I, I honestly, I think they have a great shot of making the list. Well, the if Alec Bradley makes the list, that cigar is made in Honduras, correct? At yeah. Raices. So if if Alec Bradley makes a list, uh, it's it's just you know it's never, last year. I'm looking at last year's list, only one Honduran. So I, I have uh, Jerry showing up in the uh, 15 to 20 slot. No, I'm sorry, two Hondurans last year in the list. Jerry and Alec Bradley together. Yeah. I think JRE would make it in over Dallin Riley. It's a yeah. better cigar. It's the better cigar. That Meadow is a very mild cigar. They don't usually go for very mild cigars. In fact, that Meadows is one of the mildest cigars I've ever had. Very mild. All right. The next question is a little different. Who, which Florida Minicana cigar makes it? 
And if you need the cigars, I can give it to you. I have the Knox on them. So I, think, I, by the way, Knox was my pick as well. So I looked at the. I guess, oh no, I had Andalusian Bull. I changed my Andalusian Bull. I did change my Andalusian Bull. Yeah. So so because the Andalusian Bull has shown up, and because the Knox has shown up, I think this is the year where the double chisel repeats yeah. on the list. So I've got the double chisel showing up in the uh, in the ten to fifteen slot. I think LaFleur is going to be just outside the top 10 this year. They've been down at the bottom of that top 25. Is They're going to be up in that. Is that Chisel and Lancero? No, it's a, no, no. It's a Figurado. No, they, they had the double Lajero Lancero. As far as yeah. You're thinking about. yeah, I've got the double double Lajero, Chisel, Maduro, Figurado, because Figurado and LFD traditionally has performed quite well on the list. So I've like Cooper saying, I've got them just outside of the top 10, sitting at number 13. See, I, I think they're, I think. I agree with John, but I was thinking around between 15 and 18. Hmm. I have them I, at 16. I, I have them at 16 with the Lancero. I'm the only I, one. I have them at 12. But I have them at 16. I'm very high with 12 with the Andalusian Bull. I think it's due to put Andalusian Bull back on a list. That's why I had it. And what size? It's still in the in the, in it's the original? One, in the original size. They, not, the they, NFT, they, not the NFT. No, they won't do the NFT, yeah. They haven't reviewed the NFT. Okay. Yeah. All right. We talked about Luciano, right? So we mm -hmm. hit Luci So I won't go back there. Um, all right. We talked about Oscar. Um, does Padilla make this list? That was my dark horse. That's that's it, Aaron. That was Aaron's yeah. dark horse. Yeah. yeah, I think he misses, but but uh, but possible that Churchill, that eight and eleven Churchill. Yeah, it is an interesting, interesting pick. I, mean, I don't know. I, it it you know. It could, but I there's just no. I don't see what's gonna. What do you knock out to put that one in? You know. Yeah, that's the thing. It's tough. There's a lot of con yeah. Like I said, I think Osgener, and I still like I said, I'm gonna stake by El Septimo, but I think Osgener definitely is gonna get one of these slots. You know, Osgener has been almost like an ambassador for Sarah Fashionado. If you've listened to his podcast last year, that's why I'd be very shocked if he's left off this list. All right. Um, Placencia. I had the 151 La Musica making it. Does anyone have Placencia missing the list? I know you had Ben. You had the, uh, the, the, the I have, water. I have him in my list. Yeah. So do I. But I have, so the, I. I have, I have the 151 I, making I've, it. But I think I, I think what happens here for me, and maybe what might happen to you guys, I go with preference. I love. I just like the Almafortes. Yeah. I love the yeah. Almafortes so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've got the uh, 151 making it as well. I have, I have the, the 151. To Colorado, Claro, Eduardo. I, the only and I like that's by the way that is a one of my favorite cigars that Placencia has released is that Eduardo one. Uh, but I think the problem again I kind of just went with the rule that knocking the 91s out this year, so that's why I went. Casada. Well, you you got my you already heard me. No, uh, I think that's a that's a definitely shoe in with the, with the fifteen. The fifteen, I think, makes it too. I don't see. I, do too. I don't think the uh, Liga no. F, which got a ninety-one, gets it. I think it's the fifteen anniversary of the ninety-three that came in late. Yeah, and it's a fantastic cigar too. It's a great yeah. cigar. Yeah, I I have that one uh, on my list, but it's it's going to be um, a late arrival. I have it all the way down at twenty-four. Anyone have it out? I, think, I, I do uh, not. You have it out? Yeah. You do. You think it misses? 
I think it misses. Save okay. it third top here. Give it out. All right. Very here's a very interesting one. The Byron twentieth century Vincianos, which is a Figurado, got a ninety two. Does Byron get in this year? I th- I think uh, the answer is it's too much competition. Yeah, wow. that's that's what I was gonna say. Again, what do you knock out to put that in? Yeah. I yep. just don't think there's room for it. Yep. That's what I would agree. It's it's it'll be interesting. I, I did they review the Atabay? I haven't seen it this year. That I car is fantastic. For not that thing not to get reviewed, and hopefully they do review it because that is all See. day top twenty five worthy. So, from my understanding, if you've noticed, like those brands from Selected Tobacco under the United portfolio, they've been starting to release the blend information. Atabay, I think, always got ignored because they weren't releasing the blend information. And usually, Cigar Fortuna wants the blend information. They sure do. They want yeah. cigar. They want size, factory, yeah. wrapper, if, filler. If you're not going to disclose that, they're not going to review you. Yeah. That's kind of I in mean, their policy. But they have been more Cuban, forthcoming Cuban, with these lately. Cuban tobacco? No. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> they used uh, them there. All right. We, <laughs> we, got, we only got a couple more of these, so we're almost done. Um, From STG. There's three cigars. Does the Alec Bradley Medalist, the Ligoria Cubana Classic Churchill, and that Medalist is a Churchill as well, or or Justin's favorite, the Sancho Panza Extra Fuerte Robusto make it? I had I had the Alec Bradley in there. And I had the Ligoria as mine. They I have, also have the Ligoria. Yeah, that, I, I think have, they go up. I they, have the Sancho Panza. I agree with Bear. I think the thing if out of those three, the Sancho Panza makes Damn. it. It <laughs> should be the Johnny Tobacconaut, though. Oh, 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 that's what it should be. It should be. Um, I like them, but they hey. like they like Lagloria and Alec Black Bradley better, especially Lagloria's. That's the brand that and Punch seem to always be the STG brand that gets yeah. on the list, and they don't miss. They'll get on the list. Punch was on last year. Yeah, true. But with the Sancho Panza, you get a legacy brand in with STG and booth. that booth. Get a little boofy in there. You get a there's a lot of check marks for that one cigar. Good point. So. That's a good point. They like booth. They like booth a lot. They do. That's a good point. I, I, I the only reason again, I, it had the ninety one, and the Lagoria had the ninety two. Why I went ahead of that? Did Did anyone have any less than three Cubans making the list? No, no, no. It's a, it's at least three total right. of the top twenty five. All right. So this is a company we know is going to make the list, but I'm curious. I know a couple. We had a couple of already people talk about what they picked. Um, there are four cigars from Tatawahe, mm-hmm. and I think there you had the Bon Chichur Tuxla, mm-hmm. and Hector you had the Bella Ancre Tuxla. Yeah, but there's also a Broadleaf Reserva Tainos and a Tatawahe Miami Habana Cazadores. Does anyone have a different cigar than the Tuxlas? What size is the ca- what size is the Casador? That's a Corona, correct? It's kind of like a almost Lonsdale size. Yeah, it's it, forty three. It, it's like a forty three ring. Gauge. Doesn't doesn't fit the size profile. Yeah, they they're they're already going to have a Corona in there with the blackened. So I mean, it's just it, you just you just got to look went, at it. I I went with the Casadores in this one. I, I think oh. I agree with Hector with the you you had the Bonchefso right? Hector? Yes, I had them all. Yeah. That oh yeah yeah, I think yeah, the top yeah. one is that one. Yeah, I, listen, and when they all came in last year, I said I, and the the, the when they all came in last year with the T one tens were they last year? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all talked about it. I thought the Avion, the, the Avion was the best size in all of them, I thought. Yeah, I, we, yeah. Bear yeah. and I did, too. We, I know you did a smoking syndicate one. on that one, yeah. Yeah. I even I even texted him. I said, this is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just a question I'll throw in here. El Popo actually has a Calabria that rated a 92. Does that cigar have any shot of making the list? No, I I don't think Calabria has any it's, shot of it. I think you'll see a barber pole before you see a Calabria on the. I think the bell, they have the Bellicoso. <laughs> well, actually, there has been. A, didn't Hemingway? Isn't one of the isn't one of the pointed barber the Hemingways? Yeah, yeah, one of the Hemingways. There you go. We we need a Espinosa Habano Calabria. I there made some. One, of those. There was I one. Made, I went to Abe. Those are the ones I went, went to Abe. Went to Abe. Yeah, Abe had him for a while. Bidding All right, one. Yeah. All right, two more companies, guys. Warped. Does warp make the list? Yeah. No. So I have the missing. I have them, I have them making yeah. it. Yeah. I have them make up I have, around I, my head. I have the missing again. I think it's just the nature of the list this year. The spots are so tight that when I was uh, normally, I would say warped is, is a lock for this list, but there wasn't anything I could eliminate from this list to make a room for warped. So like it just didn't, didn't add up. Uh, like well, I, well, like I told you when I went through my list, it's you know, and not and not to disparage either of the companies because I I consider the I consider the owner a friend of mine and and I and I enjoy, but it's you know, do you do illusion? If you do illusion, do you do warped? Especially given the cigars in the list already this year that are well, that are in, that are in contention, you know. My thought is that spot. I think the Caldwell takes that one. That spot. Yeah. See, I That's think they I go think. warped over Caldwell. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be that's kind of what the interesting thing is of this. And the last company, they only have one cigar. I think we talked about this one. Does West Tampa Red Robusto make this list? I have them out. I have them looking out. I have What's them the- out too, but I, I it would not surprise me to see them in that 23, 24, 25 spot. Me neither. That's how that's why I put it. I mean, it's it's the listen, it's a it checks some boxes on on rapper uh it's a guy with you know with a lot of you know a lot of experience in the industry uh it's a real good feel good story you know he's he's taking a lot of strides this year uh you know they i could see you know i I could see that would be an incredible feather in his cap for a two-year-old company you know but then again it's he's also a two-year-old company that could be that could go against him as well by the way we didn't mention this cigar i want to go back to it eye of the bull I have it. I have it. I have it in. I think it's in too. Not top ten. Not top ten. Jay mentioned that. I don't think think it is either. But I would not be. I would not be surprised to see it between eleven and thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Alan Rubin's predicting the Trinidad uh, Espiritu's getting in. Big surprise. (laughs) He loves that cigar. Who does he work for? (laughs) The Dolphins. All right. Um, so, so guys, um, and a lot of, I'm just kind of going through some of the comments here. Uh, there's a lot of good comments in here. Um, so want to thank, you know, thank the audience for participating with a good, good audience tonight. Uh, that, by the way, thanks to Loomis, man. I didn't know what he was going to do tonight, by the way. I was a little nervous cause he's, he's been, but, uh, he actually laid out everything pretty well for like what I was going to do in the first segment, much better than I did. So, um, as well. And um, again, I want to thank you guys as well. We actually kept you guys at about the three hour mark. So I am impressed. Yeah, I, I am I, impressed. Yeah, I am. Uh, but um, 
yeah, so thank you guys. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, the unveil will be next week. Uh, you will see the cigar industry uh, hopes and dreams either come true or shattered. Uh, <laughs> dash or crash. Dash, dash or cash. I've or seen cash. some people crash. I, I just, just lose their minds and they don't make the list. Um, good luck, so, Rocky. Good luck. It's going to be interesting. I have Rocky outside the top 10, and, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, Ben has him number one, so I mean, it's. I think it's gonna be. I think this is gonna be one of the more interesting reveals next week. Um, you know, so let's be honest. We enjoy. We we enjoy it. I mean, it's just, no, it's, it's a it's a fun reason. Show it's the reason why when it comes when the magazine comes out or when the insider comes out, you look and you go, oh, wow, that that did good. That did good. And, yeah. Um. Again, I want to really give thanks to official John and Bear who pulled a lot of the data that we needed. Um, this show like we couldn't do the show last year because we couldn't pull the data. That was the problem. If we don't have the data, none of what we're talking about makes any sense. So we weren't able to do that. So um, so yeah, wanna um, you know, thank you guys as well. It made the, and we'll see if we missed anything. That's always the funny thing is we we tend not to miss the companies that we talk about on that list. You know what we need to do is not now obviously, but later on since you have all the you have all of our lists. See how many of the same cigars we had on the list. Yeah, I uh, we could do that and maybe score it. You know, hey, if you got uh the company right and the cigar right, you know, we could point do a point thing on that. Um, we'll come back, you know, and, and some point talk about that. All right, definitely, definitely extra points if you can actually score the uh the spot on that twenty five because that's that's a coup. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is. Um, so we'll see what happens, um, as far as that goes. So let me see what else. So bear, do you have anything else before we wrap up? Bear? No, it looks good <laughs> to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, programming notes for coop. Uh, we're not doing any of the shows this week. Um, because, uh, I am like knee deep in website stuff slash cigar of the year stuff. So there's not a sh uh, another show this week, but next week we have three shows, um, jukebox on Monday night. Uh, Dave Burke and I will be ripping apart the Grammys. So that's always fun. Uh, we do rip them pretty hard. So we'll be talking no, about the there was no mention of the uh, the greatest Grammy upset of all time in the Metallica show, Coop. I was I was really expecting to hear the uh, Jethro Tull reference. Wow, good good call, John. Yeah, we missed that. How many yeah. copies of Time Magazine did uh did he order? Uh, so he, for so he can put his Swifty wall. He can get we, his Swifty. His we got Swifty a wall. we got a press release from the Taylor Swift people. Uh, yeah, you, you told us in the chat. I remember. I was you said shot. That. We actually put the article up. Well, yeah. you're the number one podcast now, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, they, they those guys that list is like don't forget the DE Live podcast is number two, and they haven't done one in like several years. So those no. guys are a lot of fun, though. Those no, they are. are they they're, are. they're all about fun. They don't. They're, they're all about fun. I mean, they don't we, take themselves we, so seriously. We, bu we bust balls pretty hard on each other, so uh, it, it, they they're good sports. Um, next next week we do have a special edition. Uh, we're gonna have Nicholas Podoma the third on. We're gonna have Nick Sun. So, nice. uh, so we're we talking that. tears for fears. I know. There, oh, there is, there is going to be tears for fears talk, but we'll limit it again for bear for bear's sake. Bear doesn't <laughs> like tears for fears. No, he's just not as yeah, you know, he's not as geek about it like me and Nick are. Oh, okay. So I got to be a little fair yes. on that. 
And then next yeah, Thursday, no, no, you gotta you gotta you gotta bring it up. You gotta you you gotta fill the gap, man. That I I, I well, let him I, I, I'll mm. tell you what we're gonna do on that one. So because we'll, it won't otherwise we can go for four hours on Tears and Fears, but I, I have a way to condense that one. And then next Thursday on uh, primetime episode two ninety one, yeah. Uh, first time guest. I'm pretty pumped because I I've, I've never had a chance to talk to this guy, and he I think he's had, I'm really excited. Uh. Lee Marsh of Stolen Throne Cigars. Oh, cool. Nice. He'd be a good guest. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. We made contact dude. with him. Bear was a help with that, so thanks, Bear. Uh, I know you've had him on, and I've never interviewed him. I feel like I've never had a chance to great talk to him. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, And then, I guess, uh, Bear, by the way, early next year, and, and we, we'll put a coalition invite. We're going to be, uh, Bear and I will be doing a show introducing uh, the newest coalition member, Trip Waldrop. Uh, nice. So we have a show early next year, and, and we can invite the coalition folks to join. Uh, and I'm excited to have Trippy on board. Uh, Bear, I want to give Bear a lot of credit on this, by the way. Uh, Bear really uh, brokered this deal, um, which was great. So he put a lot of work into this, uh, and he came to me with it and sold me on the idea pretty easily, actually. Actually, uh, Tripp's a great guy. He's Tripp's a, good a great guy. guy. By the way, just uh, in full disclosure, Hector actually figured out that Tripp was coming on the team in, in Miami at Lazona Palooza. We didn't say a word to him, by the way. And Hector nice. figured and Hector. What, what, was the, the, what was the giveaway, Hector? Put you on the spot. What was the giveaway? It's body language, man. Body language. There's a uh, body. The body doesn't lie. It's the old. It's the old. A cop. The old cop in you, man. Hey, yeah, listen. That's why man. I. That's why I like. Well, you know, so they they say that uh, it's gossip. It's not gossip. It's intelligence gathering. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> remember that. It's all about intelligence gathering. It's yeah. uh, I I I enjoy that shit. I mean, listen. Yeah. You gotta you gotta stay. You gotta stay. Gotta keep the mind working. You know. Yep. Good people finding good, good people, man. That's what good, it's all about. Surround yourself with good people. Yep. It's all good. Yeah. So. Loomis is still tuned in, actually. So, <laughs> Aaron and I are here just to bump up the ratings. Once, once we go off the air, bring him back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's got come, the link. He got the link if he wants to come back. Tell in, him to so. come back in after we after we go off the air. We can talk shit yeah, for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all good, all good. So, uh, again, thanks to our audience for tuning in. We we do appre- we do appreciate it. Um, and um, that's gonna wrap up primetime's Special edition 151 into the annals of history for of history. for Tuesday, December 12th. Now, Wednesday, December 13th in the East Coast. We did this in about three hours. Plus, we'll catch everybody on the flip side. Have a good night, everybody. Take care. 96-year-old we'll you, <laughs> you guilt chaser. Uh, on, behalf of, uh, on behalf of the Cigar Coop team, we apologize. And there he is.